Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Presents True Hill Heat. I am your girl, Miss Chrissy Love. Um, welcome to the Hot Girl Summit episode. Woo! I'm hoping that you guys are ready and tuned in. Thank Woo! you for joining us. I have my lovely Miss. Well, she doesn't really even need an introduction. Oh, Everyone knows who she is. Don't do that. But no, um, funny story. So last night we went to um, shout out to BCW um, that did their show, their 25th show um, last night mm -hmm. in the Bronx, and it was so funny because so like you know after the show everybody's just shooting the shit, hanging out, chilling like you're chilling with the wrestlers, chilling with the people backstage or whatever. So we're like leaving, and one of the, like one of the wrestler guys like. He was like, he actually he was like, you look so familiar. And I was just like, because <laughs> he, he thought I was like in something else. And I was like, no, like, like some some video. And I was like, no, no, that's not me. That's not me. But he was like, no, but I know you, though. And I was just like, from where? Yeah, I was just like, I was like, oh, so since you're talking, I do, you know, I do a podcast. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, I know Job and Taste podcast. And I was like, oh. And then he was just like, oh, you're, yeah, I was like, oh. And then he, and then he had to do him the you, you were beautiful. And I was just like. Oh, you have a blessed night. <laughs> and I don't want And then you had to take the... Yeah, I was like, oh. And, and Wilkins is right there. And I was just like, bro, don't have these people roll up on me like you, that. You, like, you, couldn't, you couldn't take the compliments. You couldn't take the... Yeah, I was just like... Ooh. I thanks. think that's the time. Like, yeah, okay, like, guys, thanks. Okay, bye. But, but um, you got to take it in. You know, Miss Janelle from HR of the Jabba Tears podcast. You have to, like... Thank you, thank you, thank you. know, you. soak it all in. It's going to happen even more. Uh, after, especially after that big weekend you guys just had. Yes, I mean, thanks to everyone that came out the Legends NXT TakeOver to Toronto. TakeOver was amazing. And then we had um, SummerSlam hosted by Peter Rosenberg. And then Cheap Heat um, podcasted their pre-show with um, Stat Guy Greg, who is actually one of the sweetest guys and got blocked by Hogan. So he's, like, my new BFF. <laughs> Did um, he really? He did. <laughs> he definitely got like had the snapshots and everything, uh, and then he was like, "Oh, I got you one better." I'll, I, he blocked Hogan back, so you know, oh, keep well. the same energy is is all around. Um, you but do. thank you guys for having me again. I didn't think I was gonna come back this soon, so shout out to Sid and the team <laughs> for inviting me back. I was like, who else oh. will we have on our hot girl summer? It's a hot girl summer, so you know, I live through you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, so who's ready for this True Hills Heat episode of episode 44? I am excited to be a part of episode 44. Um, we have to do our True Hill roll call as we do every week for everyone that views in or who is on our Facebook page. Um, thank you all. Let's see who our number three is. Beyond the count, Mr. NK. Can't say your name, sorry, boo. From Canada. From my Canada. Um, number two, we have the True Face, Steve. Salvage, of course, always has he left number two yet, or has he made number one? I think it's like three weeks in a row. He's, he's still stuck in that. Two. Still not. I mean, number you know, two. number two is not bad. You know. Because number one, number one is on like a streak. And we have right, and we have number one as always, the Negro Buck himself, Mr. Nick Jackson. So shout out to <laughs> all of you guys. Good shout out. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Who is this guy? Like he calls him the Negro Buck. Buck, yes, yeah, Nick, Jack Nick Jackson. He needs to have that's a T-shirt. Like whoever you are, my man. <laughs> next time you see Young Bucks, you need to have a shirt just like that, Negro Buck. Negro, just Negro Buck. That's yeah. it. Nothing else. You don't even unless he's like a tag team partner with the same last name. True. Yeah, we'll see. Anywho, and we need to give a shout out to our new subscribers to YouTube, our new highlights of the week. Um, Izzy Campbell, shout out to you. It is what uh, up. Yeah, Izzy, love you, boo. And then we have a new person that came upon our 
our page, which is Miss Sam Kaufman, one of my co-workers. Love you. Thank you for subscribing. She's not really a wrestling fan, but she's a subscriber just hey, to listen, show love. So we need our numbers and show support. So they were really excited when I told them about my show when I couldn't hang out with them today. So I made them all subscribe to my page in the bar yesterday. <laughs> so How thanks for the love. Um, so let's start. Are we ready to just like dive on in? Let's let's, right. Oh, well, actually, plug. We have to give a plug. Oh. And, and, and comments, know. please. Some comments from the fans. Teresa Pina says, Good afternoon to you, ladies. Good afternoon. I feel like Vanna White with this bottle because we're about to have like the ultimate drink champion. Right. I need, um, I need my boy to give me some ice over here while I like. Put <coughs> it in. Your butler. There he goes. Your man. Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> JK, JK. <laughs> JK, JK. Lorraine Bunker Smart says, Kayfabe Babe in the house. Hey, Lorraine. Dwayne Dickey says, What good ladies, loving the takeover. Thank you. Hello. And he also says that NWO, NWA tribute shirt, though. Hey. Shout out to everyone that has noticed that my lovely shirt, shout out to 20 by 20 Podcast. Yes. They blessed me with this amazing shirt. And shout out to you to knowing it was the NWA. Because people were like, oh, that's a cool NWA. Actually, no, it's NWO. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. But actually, if you can't really see it, it has the giant, which I think is fucking dope. My favorite is Ted DiBiase, Scott Hall, Nash, Bishop. Oh, they went real, like, really, like, in on that T-shirt. But yeah, but, <laughs> but shout out once again to 20 by 20 Podcast. Um, I'll put the link, actually, in the True Heels um, Facebook group where you can purchase the, t uh, purchase the shirts. Because you can purchase T-shirts. And one moment before we continue, Austin with a disclaimer. Which Comments is? about hair will get you cussed out. Ah. <laughs> cussed, cussed out. <laughs> uh, Cuss. Thank you, Austin. I let, uh, at least you said that in the beginning of the show so no one else can say it afterwards, you know? So let it be known because you will get cussed out. Yep, Anywho, all the way. I have to do a real plug before we start our show, but a huge plug to Battle Club Pro. Um, they are having their big show on... Uh, September 28th. Is that in Brooklyn? Yes, in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. Two o'clock. Um, it will, Jabatea's Podcast is the official sponsor of the show. Woo! So you have um, Tessa Blanchard versus Anthony Bowen. Nice. Um, you have um, LAX is last indie appearance. Um, so they don't know where they're going yet. So it's their last independent show. Um, and then also you have um, Darius Carter on the card. You have Tasha Steele. I loved um, him. Oh my God, did I love Mr. Darius Carter? Yeah. Oh, did uh, you not see the look? On, he's on, amazing. On the internet, interwebs has him kicking the shit out of a female last night, but it was the biggest oh. pop of the night. What I must say, and she kind of deserved it. So, wow. just saying, no shade. Interesting. Okay, so. Let's just start our diving into this week. Um, we had a week of wrestling. I want to say we had the G1 final finish uh, last weekend. We had N uh, NXT and we had SummerSlam. Did I miss anything else that we had that we missed? Oh my god! It was too much wrestling. I don't. I, can't I feel like that. every weekend is wrestling at yeah. this point in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like it just is nonstop. So, but no, I think that's the, pretty much the big highlights of things that are going on. But one in news, breaking news, we have now, did I say this last week that we were we were watching the G1 class and reminds me of what? King of the Ring. Woo! How did, how did I predict that? I don't know. I don't know. Because you know your shit. Like. But now we have it back, which I am really appreciative. Hopefully they don't mess it up. 
but WWE is now bringing back the King of the Ring tournament. They've been showing epic, I mean, showing real good clips of old King of the Rings and making wrestlers, you know, talk or pay homage to them. So it's returning back this Monday. We have the tournament starting. We have participants as Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Miz, Cesaro, Buddy Murphy, Baron, Cor oh, Baron Corbin, uh, Alliance, He's been missing. Elias, um, Ali, Andrade, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, uh, Cedric Alexander, Ooh. Black Excellence, yeah, Cedric. Apollo Crews, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gate, wow, Chad Gable, Ricochet. This fine ass. Semi-finals <laughs> will be at, yes. Chad Gable out here looking like a whole snack. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> what well, his new haircut. His haircut. I, I, I told y'all he should have been got rid of that mess that had been all of it. I don't know what it is, but man, oh man. Whole snack. <laughs> Okay, see, hot girl summer, you right? <laughs> it's getting hot in here. What about Angle's son, JJ? Uh, I mean, we gonna, we gonna sip on that one. Just gonna sip my good old summer culotta. Strawberry lemonade on that? To be determined, you know? We'll just, we'll see. Uh, not my cup of tea per se, but who knows? Neither, um, is, Chad, neither is Chad Gable, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta acknowledge. But this is one thing. The semifinals will be at MSG for Raw and SmackDown. I guess that's something to help to help them get some more ratings. Maybe try to pull in, you know, more bucks. Who knows? But, you know, they running scared up in this bitch. So, uh, what do you think about this King of the Ring coming back? I uh, am super, super excited. King of the Ring is, like, one of my favorite um, old school pay-per-views. I was watching. I posted on our um, on our Facebook group, I was watching the 93 King of the Ring. Once I heard it was like starting, I started doing like my own like little countdown of like, all right, tonight I'll watch 93, the next night I'll watch like 85, mm -hmm. like I'll jump around. Because like, shout out to WWE Network because like, it's so much easier to like navigate yes, and find you shit see, yeah. Like you can find shit based on superstars now. Right, you can like, find shit just basic, based on the pay-per-view itself and every year. like. Just navigation, like kudos to whoever changed that because- Cause the layout was like The layout crap. was very, it's like, more simplified. Basic. Like you, if you just put in chairs and tables, yes. whole list of those things will come up with that. Has so I was watching '93 the other night, and, it, and the opening match was Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect, and I was just like, "Damn, this is so." Now good. that was a snack. Mr. Perfect was a snack. See, there a you whole go. snack in itself. What? See, there you go. I'm <gasps> trying, trying to think. Like, trying to think like, like, who back in the day was like a whole snack? Like, hmm. Mr. Perfect was definitely a whole snack. To, I would say. Hmm. I can't like. Oh. Um, who else was oh, a snack? Shit. So mm. hard because like. Bastion Booger. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Is that what we doing, Wait, but I'm mad we both was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me. Um, it's hard. Like, the 80s, everyone just still look old, Macho too, Man so. to me. Macho Man yeah. was always a whole joint. And then so. How could we not forget? How could we forget that one? We like, love, Macho we, King and everything. Macho. Whole joint. When he was, I was king? I was jealous of Sherry. I'm not even going to hold you to it. I was like, man, listen. You know what? Booker T back in the day. Man. King Booker. Dwayne says ladies loved Rick Rude. No. I mean, not no, my cup of tea. Nah, nah. Um, yeah. I like the. Rick Martel wasn't bad when he was the model, maybe. I, with Rick Rude, I liked more of the persona, but to me, I wasn't dropping drawers to him. So it was like, oh, this is cute, but I still went smash. So it is what it is. But. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, but no, Booker T, when Harlem Heat first came out in WCW, man, I was like, the flat tops? Yeah, I was like, the high top, I was like, man, 
It's like, man, black excellence early in the game. I see you. I had a, yeah, low key, he was good like, with um, Charmelle as King Booker, too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. That was a snack in itself when he was by, with, just being all by himself. I'm not gonna hold you. Sel- Shelton Benjamin has looked like a whole snack, I feel like, his entire career. <laughs> like, too bad they don't treat him like one. <sighs> has so much potential. <laughs> I mean, so much potential. But out of these guys that are going to be competing in this King of the Ring tournament, who are you seeing as like our top person that's gonna be giving us a lot of things? Who do you think is going to win? What do you feel? Oh, boy, it's so hard because you have, like, the first round, you have, they already given us Ricochet and Drew, and, and no shade to Ricochet, but Drew's probably going to win that. Yep. Um, and then they give Kevin Owens and Elias in the first round. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is going to win that. Um, Ali I, is definitely going to win. I, I don't know. No, you don't think I, so? After, after this thing with, with the... What, what Buddy the, showed up? Like, and I've been a Buddy Murphy <laughs> fan from NXT days, and I always thought he was the stronger out of the two mm-hmm. in his tag team. Mm-hmm. I think that Buddy may actually get at least into the finals. Really? The way that, yeah, because Roman, everyone knows I'm not a Roman fan, but Roman put him over even in a loss. That was actually a really good match. Put him over. So, like, I just hope that King of the Ring, actually the winner, isn't someone like, honestly, I hope it's not like a Drew or or Kevin Owens, to be honest, because back in the day, King of the Ring was like, the, the un- one thing where this is how you kind of jumpstart your career kind of mm-hmm, thing. Like mm-hmm. when Austin won, it was the whole yep. Austin 316 was Absolutely. born. Mm-hmm. Um, even when, when Brett won in 93, it was like, all right, then he became WWE champion. Like he, like everyone's career kind of like took another like level up when they won King of the Ring. It kind of like catapulted it or like kind of like jumpstarted it to like, like get to the next level. So like for me, I would want someone like Cedric Alexander to win. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Cedric. Happy I would, love, birthday I would love Cedric to win. So Cedric has been so, doing his thing these last couple Exactly. Day, um, nights, really, really good. He like my top three would either be him, Andrade. Saint I'm Thomas, definitely saying Andrade. Um, definitely. And Buddy Murphy, to be honest. Anyone else <clears throat> that's in it has like have an established career. I feel like, and I feel like King of the Ring should be like an actual way to just say this is the person that's going to take us into 2020 mm-hmm. and kind of like be one of the top guys. I low key wouldn't mind Andrade winning, especially like having Zelina Vega on the mic with him. That can be like and a whole little... Charlotte, you know. Those things I mean, help. he's winning, belt, you know. <laughs> Those things are a plus. Yeah, I, I, hey, <laughs> like help catapult my man's career too, you know. She out here teaching him English in the bedroom. Hello, <laughs> let's go. I am not mad at that at all. I'm at all. all. Not at all. At all. Um, anybody in comments, please? Absolutely. So we got Lorraine and Dwayne. Uh, Lorraine and Dwayne? Are y'all related like Dwayne Wayne? I'm sorry. Actually, D- uh, Wayne? Lorraine and Brandon, they feel that the King of the Ring should have been a solo pay-per-view. I, I definitely agree with that, so, like it used to be. No, but my issue with that would have been, they now they would have had, the tournament would have been both male and female. Like, they would have had no choice True. but okay. to do King of the Ring for both male and female. And, and do then, the first Queen of the Ring. Right, and it just would have been, been a bad idea, though. They did it in Saudi Arabia. No, hell no. <laughs> no, please no. Even though they mean, want Goldberg to come back. Apparently. Shit, they want everybody. They, they, they out they, here. They, apparently, so supposedly Even that. he's Jewish? You know what? See. He was there, though. He was there. And he performed. He didn't do well, he but he there, performed. Though. They want him to spear open some more oil rigs. Hey, listen. I mean, that's I don't extreme. know. <laughs> I don't know, that's really, extreme. to be honest. Hey. It is what it is. All right. Dwayne also says, I'm calling Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy in the finals. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Uh, Austin says, if Corbin wins, he will now be general manager at Applebee's with his outfit. 
Also so stupid. And Lorraine says, if Ali is in it, Ali is in it, him and Cedric, uh, but I can see Buddy, they are pushing him recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, so, Sid always gets on me because I call it a, a porno. But the G1 class, the G1. When you call it a, oh, because of the climax? I mean, it sounds like G1 porno is the title name of the, the next porn that's going to drop out, you know? I mean, they do it every year, so. Could you imagine them doing like an annual porno like type of thing? You know, to be the tournament, who can like last the longest? Actually, before you continue, a good question from Brandon. Hi, um, Brandon. You'd like to know, um, what is the King of the Ring tournament going to do for the superstar that wins? Like she just said, back in the mm-hmm. day, it was supposed to be the catapult of that person's career. This person now that wins, hopefully, maybe, but you know the emoji that go like this? I don't know. Not yeah, really I use that emoji. Like, That's like my top five yeah. emoji that I use. And the one that goes over your head like that one. Yes. yes. That's like, so I got that one and I got that one. And it's the brown skin girl one. And I got that one and that one. The purple shirt on, yep. Um, I would hope that it would catapult their career, not being very optimistic, though. What storyline would be for them? I just don't want whoever's in the back dealing. I just don't want Baron Corbin to win. Cause it'd just Definitely be like, don't. It'll be a complete waste. Like, it'll be like, if you guys really wanted Baron to really, like, get that heat that he was getting, he should have, him and um, West Face should have won against Becky and stuff. If that was Definitely, really what you yes. guys were going to do. Having win the Lacey. King of the Ring, yeah. Him and Lacey would have beaten, and they would have became the champions, and then yeah, everyone and would have really he, hated them. Baron would have got would have been ridiculous. So the f- matter of the fact that he lost, I think they would have took Brock TV. before they took him. And you know how everyone feels about Brock. No, but actually, I'm not. I'm not mad at Brock. Actually, I don't think I, I found, and I guess we'll talk about it against SummerSlam. But I just found it interesting that he lost clean. If you were going to do that, why did he even win Money in the Bank? There's just so many questions. You, you're right. We'll get to that to topic. Up, but we'll get there. But um, as far as the G1 Classic, that was last weekend, and it finished finally after, like, all these weeks. How long was this damn thing? Five weeks. <laughs> Yo, it felt like forever. It felt like it, every week Yo, people coming in and were like, I was oh, about that week shit, number I was like, two. No. Like, was like, what, round 500? Like, come on. Like, what? Did we not no finish round. with this yet? No, you know what it was, though? It was night. So I think that's really what yeah. it was. It was just too much for my mouth. It, it was 19 nights in total. That's a, a lot. A lot of wrestling nights. Hello. There was a lot that's of... a lot. There was a lot of endurance I had to hear with people named I didn't even know. I saw their faces, but I didn't know their names. But I know this well, guy's name, which is Kota Bushi, which I got wrong. <laughs> Who got it right? You did. You don't have to give him that credit. He uh, not on camera. Right, he, like I said, you're just in the background. Like, I don't even know you. I'm here producing this shit. Right, exactly. And trying to make you throw you under the bus. <laughs> no. Anywho. <laughs> up. Good, good looks for Koto Obushi. I said it right. L, hey. <laughs> Thank you. Better than I've been practicing. See, I did read my notes this week. Thank you. <laughs> yo, you guys, yo, you guys got to get a soundboard. Yeah, we need, I keep telling them that we need a soundboard. Like, even just on the phone, <laughs> Mr. Black does it. And now that we have moved into the studio, now we have all like an aux cord. So it like changed the whole like that one episode we did it. It like it changed we the whole so that- hype. Like for no reason. Once you get sound and like uh, noises in the background, like you've made it. Like mm-hmm. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. So I make we have to improvise over here. We still need a little bit more budget, you know what I'm saying? So we're working That's on the it. That's right, girl. Don't worry about it. Anywho, but yes, he beat Mr. Jay White, which I really don't understand how. But I heard it was a really good match. I got the highlights on my phone, so on my you know my to do list. But anywho, 
another big thing that happened on Monday. If you guys missed it, spoiler. But you've probably seen it on your feed. Everyone has seen it. Everyone has talked about it, which I'm loving uh, the new blue hair. Blue hair. Blue yeah. hair. Miss Sasha Banks, the boss herself, is back. And I just, I love your comment because you said, bitch, we was waiting for your ass to come back. What like where the hell you been at? Bitch, like 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 we knew like we know her like bitch, like where you been, girl? Like so come shout on. out to Yeah, my homegirl that <laughs> does that that does a podcast with Blue. Um She's a huge Sasha Banks fan. Like, yes. Huge, huge, huge. Hi, Jenna. And um, mixed tag match um, podcast. podcast. And like one, we did brunch like maybe last month or something. And I, and I had asked her, I was like, "Listen, <laughs> where's your girl at?" I said, "Yo, your girl coming back?" She was just like, "I, I, I said, your girl coming back though." She's like, I, "I don't know." I said, "Your girl's coming back." Like, you, you you called it? Did you your, really your call girl's it? Coming back. Yeah. Like I just feel like the position that. I think it takes, and I'm proud of her for taking the absolute time to just say, you know what, this is my time. Because as as you have to realize, they're human beings too. And like when you're always on the road, you're always on the go, this is all you know. Sometimes you need a breather. And I think if they would have did the heel turn while like right after WrestleMania or right after they- It wouldn't have been good. It it wouldn't have gotten the pop that she got on Monday. Yep. It it just would have been like- Finally, but now it was more of like, finally you're back. And then it was like, oh shit, and you're here. Like, it was like a double, like, yes, yes. Like, it was like, oh, you guys gave me the the end of the summer present that I appreciate. So, I am super excited. But people mostly forget that they are working, like, damn near, like, 300 Over 300 days. Over 300 days during the year. Like, they don't get days off. And they're not at their, at home in their luxury of their own beds. They have to go to hotel rooms, like, mm-hmm. and then they'll probably be home for maybe, like, one or two days, if that, maybe. And they still have to, like, incorporate, like, time and being them and having family time. Right. I don't really even think that most of these people that are in this industry really think about that once they give it all up. No, and, I think, and I think that's sometimes the beauty that, you know, especially knowing a lot, a, a lot of, a handful of guys that work on the independent scene. Mm-hmm. When you're kind of more on the independent scene, you have a lot more creativity. You have a lot more flexibility with your schedule, like family and things like that. And and it was crazy. I had a conversation with um, a guy that I know, and he works independently, and he was in a whole relationship. And mm-hmm. it was like, and he was like, yeah, we broke up because of wrestling. And I was just like, but why? And like, and and when we had that conversation, I was like. I understand why now wrestlers end up either marrying or getting with other wrestlers. Wrestlers, because, because it's easier. The, oh, right, it's easier, and it's the only other person that understands what they're doing, the sacrifice, mm-hmm. and what you end up doing, and how you put your body on the line and your family on the line. And, and that's why I have tons of respect for a lot of like wrestling couples and mm-hmm, families mm-hmm. because it's like this is all. This is your life. Like this is it. So for and for Sasha, you know, it was more like if you follow her on Instagram, it was just like. Girl, the cryptic messages. It felt very right. thing yeah, like. Yeah. I was like, yes. <laughs> and then everybody was like, Nah, she going to AEW. I'm like, I just felt like she just needed just like wait. she just needed a little vacation. She just needed to unwind and just like get back to herself. Like do some hair changes, get see family, just unwind. Enjoy your hot girl summer, girl. Even though you married, like enjoy. First of all, like whoever does, and I told y'all like. They be cheating Amber out, and people be like Amber Moon out, and everybody be like, "Oh, it's about here." It's like, no, nope. it's, 
you're missing the whole point. It's it's the presentation. Like it's it's about how we're represented. It's how we're represented. Like now, not even gonna hold you. When Sasha came out with that purple wig, I was, I like, was like, "What she girl? Take that off yeah, like, <laughs> immediately." I'm like, I was like, "Oh, she got that was that." You could tell take it was a full blown that wig shit off because you already know that she had changed was, her hair like five hundred times. It was mad high. It was mad and high. And you know how else you could tell wigs when it's like at the point of your unibrow? Yo. That shit look was like literally like her hair there. was like right over her eye. And I was just like, <laughs> and she's just walking. I was like, the wig was bigger than her. Was not the wig bigger than her? No, I was like, please. It was like she pulled out a wig from like NXT Takeover Brooklyn One. Like it was just like, <laughs> bitch, where did you get that from? You used that like thirty times. Like you know how like some people reuse hair. Yeah, it was like, like that is the earliest okay. hair that you had. But her coming back, attacking Natalia, beating the shit out of Becky Lynch. Like my girl came back and said a whole statement. Like she just said. I'm here. So if that's the next, you know, thing that's for Becky Lynch, I'm here for it. Let's yep. do it. Yep. Cheers on that. Let's do I'm that. I'm here for um, that. I'm here for it. That's boring. Um, I'm, She's boring. It's not It's not a fault. Sorry, guys. You know. No. But anywho, like, I feel like even going back to, like, being in relationships, I feel like they, even, like, the whole Seth and Becky thing, we don't need to know that shit. Like, let them be who they are. It's and super awkward. Like, I just want to know what they talk about at night. No bullshit. Like, I'm like, what do y'all have in common? Like, besides, like, CrossFit and wrestling. It's like... They don't have nothing else in common? Do y'all have a favorite so? movie together? Like... Maybe they like, like comedies. Maybe they like... Like... Maybe they like ice cream in bed. I don't know. I don't... I don't get it. But whatever works, works. I mean... Because it's the same... Honestly, it's the same with Charlotte and Andrade. When I first found out, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because one don't speak English and the other one do. <laughs> so I'm very confused yeah. on how no they way, I'm sure he makes up for it real good, though. Hello. Cheers. So, comments please, baby Seth. All right. Austin says, don't let all of that distract you from the fact that Corey Graves was right about Sasha all along. <laughs> Yo, I know Michael Cole creamed his whole hand saying the boss <laughs> on Monday Night Raw. Like, I was like, oh, this, I was like, oh, this nigga's been waiting. Larry Morgan, Listen. in regards to the marriages, either it ends up good or it ends up like Matt Hardy, Lita Edge. No in-betweens. Ah, wow. Thank yep. you, Mr. Morgan. Yep. Shout <laughs> out to Larry Morgan and Toxic Talk. Yep, I agree. Dwayne Dickey would like to know, how would you, how do you ladies feel about Kira Hogan, Mia Yim, and Sasha as the blue hair crew? Um, I just had blue hair way before them. So, like, yeah. I just don't understand, like... Would you have preferred it was, like, orange red. Or, or yellow? And Kiera's had orange hair. She's had orange-red hair. Like, they, it's not... We've been changing hair for the... From the, the forever. Forever, yeah. It's not about the hair. It's just more of the... It's, once again, the Presenta persona and the, and the presentation. Like, what Mia... Because the thing I've been reading online more is, like, people feel like they don't connect to, like, the gimmick of her. Mia? Which, yeah, which I can kind of understand because it's, like... Who are you? Right, because even when for her interest for take, I was like, the song is hard though. The song, yeah, <laughs> but, but like whoever, for her, her like song, yeah, I don't, I don't. That shit is but hard. Her but her herself and like her get up, her gear, all that stuff, I don't. Yeah, but that's been. I feel like like even her working on the indies, I feel like that's <clears> just been her. So I don't know. They have to figure out where the disconnect in that is. Like I just don't, and I don't even know what it is. And sometimes I can pinpoint it, but like this one, I'm like, you can't put your finger on it. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. And the fact that to me, and I, well, I'll save my comment about Mia Yim and, and Shayna Baszler because people low-key was shitting on the match, but... Um, okay, yeah, we'll talk about that I, when the NXT time comes. One more comment before moving on from Sir Wilkins, who is hot take. <laughs> Sasha is the best thing to happen to women's wrestling in a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
But no, the, but, on, the ongoing <laughs> saga because um, Sir Welker is my co-host of the Jabba Tears podcast. We've had, well, he's presented like who's the bigger, star, like who has the more star power, Sasha Banks or Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it's been like the most ongoing like kind of conversation that, you know, and it's a good conversation because they. So he's saying Sasha is better than Charlotte. In terms, I think, of star power, yes. Hmm. Wow. Really? I have to totally disagree with you, sir. Sorry. I love me some Sasha, well, why? but. I feel like Sasha, I mean, look, look, see, drinking. I feel like Charlotte is the more dominant one out of the two, more because she's been pushed more. I think she's more elevated. She's been um, more character-wise. I feel like she's more better than Sasha was. That's the overall package. Let's just. I mean, I'm always going to say that. Now, I love me some Sasha. Charlotte, Charlotte, to me, is always going to have the bigger umph beca- to me because of the name. You think so? And I, but I don't, I don't take that away from how, she, how athletic she is. I don't take it away from how good of a mic she is, how she can tell a story in the ring. Like, I don't take any of that away. But, like, just when you kind of pull a back a little bit and you see just outside of wrestling, Sasha Banks has a more different impact on, I think, culture-wise mm. than Charlotte. Because, like, when you pull back, like, who who gave her a shoe deal? Who gave her, you know, the whole dolls thing? Like, to me, who, like, I always go back and I say, like, they put Char- they put Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss on the first Indian show. They were the only females to wrestle on an Indian show. Right. Like, to me, certain, like, certain things, Sasha, opportunities Sasha has had, mm-hmm. Charlotte hasn't had, but once again, this opportunity Charlotte has had that she hasn't, that she hasn't had. had. So they both, ha- I think they're both like ranking like to neck me, and neck. Is, I, out of the four, those two were always my two, my go-to because I Bailey to me is like two two-year-old milk, and then <sighs> Becky is like one-year-old milk. So wow, like, one year oh. really one? Damn. Yeah. So I mean, out of the four, yeah, uh, they are the bigger ones. But I mean, I Bailey's definitely a dead last. Becky's definitely three for me. Solid. But I agree. Two more comments. Wilkins with his olive branch. Sasha has the if factor, and Charlotte is wrestling royalty. And Gerard says it's funny that everyone forgets. Out of the four, Bailey is the only Grand Slam and Triple Crown champion. Yeah, but guess what? When I mentioned that about Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley, everybody was like, "No, oh, but Seth is still better. Oh, Roman is still better. Aww. Like titles doesn't always. <laughs> yeah, to you me, don't even like yeah. Right now, titles aren't even in like the category or like the prestige that it's in right but, now. But so. but but I got another one for you. Whoever just said that, um, we sharing ice here, y'all. right? <laughs> I got another one for you. Like, what have those accolades done for Bailey? Absolutely oh, nothing. Exactly. Absolutely nothing. So, we're oh, back in the same. Her winning money in the bank was their, like, olive branch. There you go. Like, exactly. It was like, here, like, we know you've been working so hard the past six, seven years. Let's, you know, let's give you money in the bank. And and I, and I will say the pop she got when she won Which was, was, worth was, was, was worth it. I think it was, it was really good. It. I didn't pick her as my winner at that she time. She definitely but was not my winner. I definitely didn't, you know, hey, you know, to eat your own, but Finny. it is what it is. Oh, you might want to pass that ice pack. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're refilling our drinks. Sorry, because, you know, top guy JJ is not here. So read another comment. In honor. Right? Brian Loveless with one more comment in regards to women. Has Bianca Belair lost her shine after losing? Someone else just asked me that same question last week. They was like, yo, Belair has fell off. And I'm like... 
What happened? Yo. I, they gave the shot to her husband. Now she can't get no shot. What's going on? I'm just yeah. saying, like, we can't get no type of like couple power couple type thing going on. Like, let her just win. Suck Becky. Just exactly. That's bullshit. Right. <laughs> That's bullshit. And I need the WWE to get um, Street Profits a better T-shirt. That SP is not gonna work. Yo, why the fuck? Yo, that That's shit blew minds. Was how the fuck you have the match at NXT champions and they don't have merch? Like one legit, little Saturday S- night, I was sitting here like, yo. I said that to y'all. I was like, I would have, like, I'm waiting to purchase, like, thing, like, I said but look are. how long Bianca had to take to get her shirt. True. It took her a very long time. And she was even in the SummerSlam, uh, no, she was at NXT last year, Brooklyn, against Shayna. And she had still had no merch. She didn't no get merch, merch until maybe, like, December. But I just, they, all across the board, they, I feel like the only, like, true, like, merch that they really have is for Undisputed Era. After that, everybody comes kind of falls to the wayside. Yeah, I mean, so the, I need NXT and, Gar- and, and, um, yeah, and Chopper and, and Gargano. Gargano. Yeah, I think those are the only ones that get like, real, like, NXT preference. I need NXT to, like, really, like, get together some merch, like, for real. Like, just across the world. Because when I went to TakeOver last year in Chicago for Money in the Bank, it was more or less, like, and Dream still has one fucking shirt. That kills me. Like, like how the North American that. champion only has one t-shirt or two? If, I think if it's two. That. I think it's two. I like, think it's two. He should, like, honestly, Dream is on that level of, like, you know how, like, every city Brock has a suplex city and he has a city that he's in? Dream could, they can do the d- exact d- same d- thing for him. Like, if they're in, if they're in Brooklyn, they can do the Statue of Liberty just like how his entrance was and have Dream on that shirt. Just they like, could have did something with Canada. He was Canada, just like the damn was, Mountie. Like, come on. I don't understand. Like, I how y'all not capitalizing on this merch? People would buy it. It will so... Listen, Tire me. I told you, I, I told y'all even on Saturday, I was like, yo, if they even put Street Profits logo on red cups, I buy that shit. Like, I would buy a red cup. Like, I, I buy a 12-pack and play beer pong with that shit. Like, I, I don't understand I, where... Me, personally, I love a red cup. My husband hates it. I love her. So, re- Jaquan had went to the takeover that was in Connecticut where Street Profits won, uh-huh. and he got, he got a red cup and gave it to me. I was like, it's just a regular-ass cup, but I know where it's from. I know what it's for. Gotcha. I know. So that's Good. what it matters. And you know where, who, who had touched it. So therefore, yep, therefore, and there was a purpose behind it. Therefore. So therefore, I don't understand why they're not capitalizing on merch, glasses. You know we buy stuff for our homes. Give me a red cup. Give, I will, me, give me a, a red disposable cup. red cup I can keep reusing. That's what I'm saying. Like, Insulate that bad boy. Like, come on. Hire us. Like, what the fuck y'all waiting for? Like, I'm just saying, hello. It's not. But it's a good question. With Bianca Belair, just to come full circle with it, I, I don't, I don't know what happened. Like, to be honest, she like when was the last time we seen seen her on uh, um, NXT? Like I don't know, it's she's been a by minute, far right? one of the most athletic women on that roster, and I just don't understand like how like and her, I, and I her hair is laid down, so I don't understand. It can't be her hair. Super laid. It's definitely not her presentation at all. Her presentation is always together. On point. Even with a fuck, because we all know that ponytail is attached, but it does not matter <laughs> because <laughs> it is on. Like. And, and it never, even, never coming and off. It like, never coming off. Like I could pull that bitch even if I was on the crowd front row. Like what? come here, come like on. and that shit would stay on. So I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. The I get. I can see why they didn't have Shayna lose her because I told people. I told Wilkins that the other day. I knew. I said they build. I said the way they're building Shayna is exactly how they did Oscar right before. And I feel like the same way where Oscar just dropped the title before she went on the main roster is the same way. That's I feel like they're, they're gonna, gonna do, do with Shayna. Shayna. They're just gonna be like, well. Shayna pop up on like Raw or something and they be like, next week, well, we're going to do a tournament to find out who's going to be the number one contender or who's going to win the... And it's just like... 
it's just it's too much sometimes. It's like it, you take things that should, could be so simple and make it so complex. <laughs> like that's 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 just, what you do when you work with WWE. Me. They stop do that shit. Um, but speaking of news, um, someone that is like killing the WWE is AEW. They just announced that Sean Spears and John Moxley will be on their 10-9 AEW TNT show, which is uh, signs of. What the hell did you write on this shit? They signed Abdul for you, girl. What the hell? This is why I don't read these things. Like, girl. come on. Like, she, oh. Clearly, I know who the Mr. Black of, of oh. the crew is because Mr. Black don't ever read shit. <laughs> um, AEW had just signed Orange Cassidy. So if you haven't seen Orange Cassidy live and in color, I highly recommend doing it before October because it's one interesting character. I mm -hmm. do believe he was at um, Double or Nothing as well. See, he put slashes. This is a, that's clearly a period, first of all. Okay. Okay. I got you. I mean, punctuation is uh, very important, you know. See? Somebody Run on sentences. You got two kids, you understand? But Artist <laughs> Cassidy being signed to AEW, I think, is a very, it's a very good pickup for them. I, and I love the gimmick, so I think it's, it's super unique. Yo, AEW is out here trying to, like, they having a hot girl some of themselves. They trying to get win all these holes out right now. I'm, like, I'm just and saying. You know, but see, the people, I tell people this all the time, the people think that it's, like, WWE that's like, oh, my God, like, it's people you forget to realize, like, Ring of Honor out here is out here struggling because AEW. Like, if you were in Toronto, a, um, a Ring of Honor did their summer show in Toronto, SummerSlam weekend, and it looked like 10 people was in that bitch. Shit. Like, they are really literally taking the heart and soul. Out of all of these things. Of all the <laughs> other promotions that people are like... What do we do? Where do we go from here? So they're like they're they're, they're like chickens with their heads cut off. Like, they're like, where do we go? Which way do we go? Exactly. Like, you don't. They don't know what they're doing because like the next hot thing is coming up, and they're coming up with vengeance, and they're real trying to realize, okay, how can we get back to where we were or what we were doing? Or what can we change now to be in the same category as these other ones? Exactly. Like I mean, like as everyone knows, I'm super duper high off of MLW. And the fact that they're doing a September show, I think it's September 7th in Dallas, um, they're doing like this chamber, like cage match with like, I think it's like six, it's like Contra Unit versus um, like three other, like Devon Eriks, um, what's his name? Loki? No, I think Loki's in it. And what's the other one? Um, the UFC guy, the MMA guy. Lawler. Lawler. Filthy Tom. Yeah. Who looks. Ten times better with his hair cut off. So shout out now to see, him losing that See what that happens match. when you lose when you do get haircuts. Like but it, it makes his ears this. look super duper bigger than it. <laughs> oh, okay. He don't look better. Nah, I, I like the, the scraggly look for him, man. It's nah, suits some people with suits. Nah, you gotta upgrade. Like when you now about he, to. Now he looks like like George. No, but his Bush. ears. Yeah, like <laughs> no bullshit though. Him cutting the hair off. You you focus on the ears now, and it's huge. But like stuff like that, MLW, I feel like are doing like their white Martin Lawrence. That's <laughs> yes, absolutely yes, I agree. But the stuff <laughs> MLW is doing is very innovative, and that's like kind of where you kind of have to go when you have like AEW kind of on the rise. Is you have to be innovative. You have to kind of think outside of the box. You have to do things a little differently. And I feel like Ring of Honor is just missing that note, like missing that step to do that. So it's super. I I feel bad. Like sounds I'm, like Impact. Aww. Impact is a. They do this. They they've been on a roller coaster ride since I feel like two thousand and two. <laughs> like, 
it's just, just, just riding away. It's, it's just riding. Yeah, it's, it's just like, going on. It's just like we have our good moments and we riding and we riding and we riding. And honestly, for them to lose at um, LAX, the hottest tag team, it just was like, what do you, what are you guys gonna do now? Like, what is there to do? So AW is also going to have their uh, world title defense that's going to be on 10-16 on AW. That will be at their Philly show. So if you're in Philly, you should definitely try to get and go to that. They also sold out two weeks to uh, week number two, which is in Boston, and week number three, which is in Philly. Um, if you're in Boston and Philly. Fuck Boston, but. I'm, well, you know, two. I mean, listen. Just saying, go Yankees. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a great time at one of these, like, you can say that you were at one of their first three shows that they had that's aired on TV. Did you see uh, that commercial ever. too? No, I haven't seen the commercial. The yet. commercial. Uh, the, well, first of all, I saw the commercial. And I, I was like, wait, what? I had to rewind it back because I was watching something on my DVR. I was watching Claws, and <laughs> Yo, I gotta catch up on that. Claws, oh, damn, catch up, girl. Um, it's but so hard. I know. That's you get everything. I know. I know. Trust yeah, me. Um, that's why I was like, tomorrow I was like, all right, I gotta watch Glow. <laughs> on Netflix because I'm like season three came out and I'm like all right if I can catch it if I can do this all in one day shot then I'm can good. I, can't you download it on your phone and watch it on the train? Girl, I, too much. I be wanting to nap on the train. I, I feel. I be feeling. Like, uh, yeah. No. Oh. You know, not like a good subway nap. That's what I'm saying. Not Especially like a good ten how minute, a t- MTA be fucking what? with me. What? So a it, good ten minute nap. Ten what? minutes turn into a whole ass hour. What? As that's one of the best sleeps you ever have in your life on the train. Yep. Just saying. Anywho, back to what I was saying. If you are in Boston and Philly area, shout out to you all that's going to that show. I'm sure that's going to be big and epic. Um, the first women's title defense will be in Philly on, is that 1016? Yes. 10-16, which is a great day. It was my son was born that day. Aww, um, happy birthday. So, so 10-16 will be a great day in um, AEW, and especially since the women are now going to get their first title offense, which is another big thing. So, um, Yo, it's crazy how they picked up Jazz. Yo, did I take Jazz off my, my team? Yes. Yeah, because Jazz Why did you was, do that? Because, it, because she had stopped working with um, NWA, and I was just like, all right, now you're low-key pointless right now because you're not getting any points. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? And then the pro, the little clip that she did with Jake the Snake Roberts. I said, first of all, where the fuck did they dig up Jake to do this shit? <laughs> I mean, that's funny. Jake is not going to say no. I mean, if you no, got the, and, you I, got the, and I kind of like. You probably just need dinner. And I like kind of like, like the route that Cody and them do. Like, they, they kind of get, like, those old guys that were kind of low-key close to, like, his dad. And, like, just the beginnings of, like, just old school wrestling. Like, the fact, like, I told people, the fact that Sean Spears who's always going to be Ty Dillinger to me. I don't really give a shit. Um, got Tully Blanchard to be your fucking, like, low-key manager. I was like, that is the most out-of-the-box with genius thing. And that, to me, I was like, I it's wish the, Dusty like, was alive because if Dusty would have came out with Cody, oh, it would have been such, it like, just a shows, like, they're not trying to be the same thing. It's, it's no, showing that they're they thinking out-of-the-box. And they're trying to say, you know what, what's going to make the crowd pop? What's going to make these people come back? What's going to make them engage in the storyline? This is what they're thinking about. This is what they're trying to convey and get people to buy their tickets, and which they are already doing, which is selling out arenas. Let's just let's call a spade a spade. They're doing that, and they're trying to be different. They're not trying to be like the same thing that we're used to. So now it's just more or less it has to be the execution. It has right. to be, like, it could be all grand <laughs> and dandy on paper, but, like, the execution of it is really what's going to set them apart. What you so doing we'll over there wrong? <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing. Don't worry about you messing up shit. stuff over here? Yeah, we good. We you good? good? You sure? Yeah, you trying to mess up my hot girl episode? Right. <laughs> Me out of control over there. 
I'm watching y'all. Say this person's name for me, please. Girl, I, shit. Sid? <laughs> um, take a wild guess. He had next to surgery. Right, I'll too. Uh, well, I don't have the script. The script Why? is right here. He wrote this person. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi, that that dude right there. Um, yeah, he's on his way man. back to. Um, <laughs> man, I don't even know why you do this stuff. Like, right, like you Hiromu. know. Hiromu, like you don't know Hiromu. I I don't understand how you would want me to read these 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 names and these segments. Niggas, um, I like, feel like niggas is lucky I can't even say Okada. Like, <laughs> like, like, come on. Like, like, Let's just be real. Yes, this like, is why he always I made them. sure when I went to Supercar, I was like, all right, I know Okada, though. But, I know that. You know the basics. Basics. Pure basics. Like, like it's like when you at level A one. Bushi. Got him down yeah. pat. Bushi, got that. <laughs> got that down pat. After that, yeah, goes. Anyway, that dude is on his way back to New uh, New Japan. Um, Did he almost die? Yes, he landed on his neck in San Francisco last year. Well, yeah. y'all was there. Okay. Maybe Seth were in the front row. See, okay, so I know, see, I know the story, deal, yeah. but I don't know the name. Like, how about that? Sorry, guy. <laughs> going off the rails, anywho. Well, he almost he's broke going his to, neck. Right, he broke his neck. He's back from surgery, so he's on his way back. We're, reading, we're wishing you a speedy recovery. Um, hope all is well with that. Um, Baby Seth, comments. What's, what's going on in the spotlight? Comments, comments, comments. Okay. I'm sure they're talking a whole lot of shit. Whole lot of shit. Gerard Rayford says, as much as I'm looking forward to AEW, if WWE pushes the Fiend, AEW will have problems, in my opinion. With one person, though? No. Oh, come but, on, come on. That's one, that's one person out of a whole product. Come on. Global come brand. Ace. Like, I just, I, it, they're different. Let them be a part. Let them let let AEW define itself. Like let us let's not stop sit comparing here with the them to yeah. Larry Morgan feels that LAX is going to WWE. I do too. Do you Why? really think so? I do too. Why? So funny story. So I had went to BWF show like two weeks ago. I hope they wouldn't mess up the um, thing like that. And um and um Santana was there, and this mm-hmm. guy. And I was just kind of in the cut. But I was listening and stuff, and the guy, like, one of the wrestler guys had asked, and he was just like, yo, you know, you've been at such an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Like, I love what you guys are doing. Like, I'm super excited to, to see where... He was kind of trying to poach him and try to get the answer where they was going, but they actually have not, like, really told any. Like, it's Anything? been the most yeah. unkept secret that I've ever, like, come across. But I just feel like I want to see Usos versus LAX. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, that is, I to mean- me... I, I would buy a ticket without even know like the possibility of that. Like I'd be like, all right, cool. So you're just gonna go. You can see that for years. Yeah, I'm I got getting, time. I ain't <laughs> shit. I, I, I mean, I'm getting old, but I ain't getting that old. I got a little you bit. You won't of time. see it to its max potential either. We don't know that. I don't know. I mean, I just, but I don't see. She can have dreams. The and hard hopes. part about it is like I I feel like. Because not a lot of people in the WWE realm that only watches WWE knows LAX. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. And that, and I think that was kind of like the first like roadblock AJ had went through when he came in. Because he went straight to WWE. He didn't do NXT. So people had to be like... True. Oh, I True. had to slowly like realize who he was. So I feel like that's kind of the route LAX will have to go. Like they kind of... Are in the position where they will have like kind of skip over NXT, but I mean I would also like to see LAX versus Undisputed Era too. So I, at this point, but I agree with Larry actually. Like I don't know, just my gut. I think the timing. I think you know where they are in their careers. Like they're I think done, they, I done. think I think they may want some like guaranteed like this is what it is. This is 
like have some type of guarantee and, cash and right and guarantee location and, of where they're gonna be and at. You like, can have like when you do contracts and you and you negotiate, you can say these are my terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it, kind yep. of thing. Like, and I feel like sometimes we forget, like, as and as wrestlers too, you have to kind of like look at the contract. Fucking Randy Orton got like, like it was like you. So you only work half the year and still get X amount of dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because Randy started that, mm-hmm. Ziggler wanted the same kind of contract deal. Like people, like people started taking a. Um notice an initiative and say you know what if he could do that so can so i can i can request these days right. especially when my contract is now going to be up and right. you guys are not really like using me to like where i can need to be here all or the time I have, or i have or, other things like with ziggler he likes to do the comedy shit right he likes so to be he all likes of, to yeah. sometimes be off tv do the comedy shit come back do that then you know he has a little bit more flexibility so but once again i kind of i don't know my gut your gut i would i would me. like to see them against street profit too no key oh see there you go and I think because, and I mean, as much as, you know, I, I love the E, of course, but I feel like the the one thing AEW kind of has forced WWE into that wall of is, like, changing the viewpoint of tag teams. And I think grabbing by far the hottest tag team should be top priority right now. So, absolutely. One more question from Brandon V. Ray. I'm a big fan of factions. Where do you ladies stand with factions? Do you think WWE will get back to them? I believe they were the heart of the Attitude Era. They were. I I love factions. They were I the th- heart of every era. Like, <laughs> like the, my favorite is faction. Horsemen. Like, hands down. Um, um, yeah, Horsemen were definitely a good faction. Um, loved the Nation of Domination. Loved um, DX, DX, of course. Loved NWO, as on your shirt. Um, to a certain, to a certain, certain point. point, yes. <laughs> um, like when we just start adding, just members just to be adding them. It was now nah, low key when when Dusty got into NWO, I was like, all right, y'all doing the most. Like I can't take you, I can't take y'all serious. No it just, it just kept just adding people just to be adding, just to have them like say, okay, yeah, they're all bad guys now. Right. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't authentic anymore. And, that's, um, and that was actually like the, the the turning point for that whole brand the, and the set. Oh shit! The whole brand was starting to like. Yeah. Like that's um, when we knew it wasn't like. Eh, no one, one of was my like, other favorites was the Rascals, which was um, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, um, Chris Benoit. Oh, Radicals. Sorry. Radicals, yes. Um and um. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit and um. Wait. Guerrero. 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 Malenko, Just the way that Saturn, yeah, yes. Perry Saturn. So the way that that kind of entered. Like, they did the kind of reverse of what NWO did when mm-hmm. NWOs popped up on WCW Nitro. And it was just like, when when Hall did that whole promo, you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here kind of thing. When the, when um, they came out, it was like, it kind of felt like an invasion, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, they, them to me is actually one of, like, the most underrated, I feel like, factions that, that ended up happening definitely in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely... I, I don't know. Like, I feel like the only real true faction right now is Undisputed Era. Right. And that's it. Like, I don't really No one else is. There's no other faction, to be honest. Like, you can't call the club a faction because that shit is garbage, so. Oh, you don't like the club? I love AJ and (laughs) (laughs) That took me for a loop. I was like, oh, shit. I think it's not. I don't think it's like. like the club? No, I, honestly, I think Finn after he takes these two months, that's I think, exactly where he needs to go. That's what, exactly. Mm. I think I, they go to what you, stick to what you know, bro. Go where you belong. I feel like they're not booking them or giving them the right direction to go. Y'all mean the OC? Yeah, them. I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, they're we the said club. the club. 
Thank you, sir. No. We said what we said, which is I the club. I think the club can be way bigger than what it is right now. I think if they get the right lines and, like, cause so much ruckus, they can be so big. I think they're in the beginning stages. I think that, once again, Finn take these two months, come back, just like low-key, like how Sasha did, think, thinking that Ray's a, a good old face, but then he fucking screws someone and becomes a heel and joins AJ the and them. I think it would be great. I think it would be so, like, I authentic. and it, Yeah. Bring back what they need to be in those factions and try to, like, bring back ruckus and, like, dominate the whole, like, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day they're going to be on damn TV. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Every day of the week. I mean, but, yeah, right. we don't really know, like, what to call it. We don't have no wild card now, so it's like, okay, everyone is just going wherever the hell they want to go. Like, what's the point of it all? Like, everyone should be on everyone's show now. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's just, it's just the whole wild card foolishness. Everyone is, we see the same matches all the time. It, they're starting to change it up a little bit now. That's what I'm saying. I think change takes time, and I think that they're in that process of, like, changing. Because, like, honestly, it, and I told I told Wilkins the other day, I said, yo, we go from Cedric Alexander running behind fucking R-Truth for that 24-7 title to him now having a whole-ass match on with, Raw. With Drew McIntyre. I was like, come on. Like, Which was another good, like, that. I believe that was a match of the night for me. And also, um, what else was a good match? Oh, this was on SmackDown. Um, when, um, shit, why am I losing the blank? Damn alcohol, see, I Roman can't drink. Buddy. Roman and Buddy. Those were the two matches for the, for the two days. Mm -hmm. I believe those were really good matches. And it both showed that these guys can um, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with someone that's quote-unquote bigger than they are. Or like top guy or, um, we'll say like, not middle class, but you know. They're like middleweights, basically. And they're oh, at mid -carters. the... They're mid -carters. There you go. Thank you. They're mid-carters. And for them to go with the bigger guys of the company, the top guys of the company, just shows that these are great wrestlers. These are good matches, and they can just go toe-to-toe -to -toe and get shit put on a good story for us. True. But all right, I think it's time to move on to your next segment. Yes. So if you did not see NXT in Toronto for TakeOver, um, which I think was a really good... Takeover, one of their top ones, no, but a good takeover, nonetheless. Yeah, I don't think it was definitely, it wasn't like, I wouldn't say, it's not memorable. Like, yeah. It's not something I that feel like something I was missing like, from this this one. Do you? It do wasn't you in Brooklyn? <laughs> not even, yeah, one. <laughs> it wasn't here. It wasn't uh, here in Brooklyn, but I don't know, just something from the show when I was watching, I just felt like something was off a little bit. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's the, like the people that was like doing the recording, the cameras. I'm not really sure of what, like something was missing from my, my point of view from when I was watching. But overall, it was a good takeover. Um, what do you think about takeover? Um... The, my one grip, and, and it'll probably give me so much backlash on it, <laughs> I just, I get tired, of, like how everybody, you get tired of seeing the same matches, just differently. Like for me, last year when I went to Money to Bank, when I went to take over in Chicago, it was Gargano Champa 2. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, all right, this is cool. And then when they came back to Brooklyn, they did the third one, I was like, all right, y'all wildin'. Like, I can't deal with, like, the three, the th like, the, the, the trilogy, mm -hmm. in a sense. Like, I, I, it has to I, be, like, three matches. Yeah, I personally don't really care for that, but I think because how NXT builds things, mm -hmm. 
it works for them. Right. They have they have to have it with their so, two big guys. Got to go at least like two out of three. Right. So and and you don't have as many people like on like their like main roster to kind of mm -hmm. like switch things up in mm -hmm. a sense either. Right. Um. But I do think now I can talk about Shayna Baszler and me and Young <laughs> because as much as it. To some people, it was a yawn fest, which is fine. That 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 one was the yawn fest of the show for me. But to me, it, it was me. It was the only probably challenger that really challenged Shayna in a different way. Like I felt okay. like I can I can see I where you're going. I felt like and Bianca gave it her her all the like the first, first in the first time. The first time, yeah. The first time, I felt like she gave 110. percent The second time, I was just like, girl, either you gonna win this or you're not. But now, and that one, she didn't even really get a chance because she was in a triple threat. Right. So she didn't even really get like have a, like a number two against her like um, uh, Io Shirai did because she was in a, a, a triple threat. I'm not, mad. First of all, said I'm mad you put again in cash. <laughs> I just realized that. But um, but I feel like Mia gave Shayna a run for her money, and I it think started that off slow. Yeah, and I think that's why it it kind of got like a little hardcore in a sense. Like when it went out of the ring, mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. she hit her with the stairs, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh, this is some different shit." Okay, all right, I'm here for it. But um, I think it, I do think it could have been better. I think the build up could have been better. They didn't give it really much of a build up I either. I don't think yeah. they didn't, and I don't think Mia should have had the the opportunity at Toronto, I think if they would have waited to Chicago, mm -hmm. which if you don't know, um, War Games for Survivor Series Weekend is in Chicago, I think if they would have waited until at least Chicago, I think it would have gave fans more time to invest in Mia yeah, mm -hmm. and gave more time to invest in actually the feud that they mm -hmm. got going mm -hmm. on because I think, I feel like they just threw Mia in it yes, because she absolutely. was the only like person, person available. available. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It was like, all right, everybody's booked. All right, right. I'm book you last. Like what? It's, it, it just didn't to me make the most sense. Correct. Um, so that was my only grip. I mean, I was super surprised that Dream retained because I honestly thought all the gold was going to go back to Undisputed Era. But wait, you, wait, hold on. You thought that Undisputed Era was going to win? Absolutely. They're going to have gold on all of it. So you all the matches that Undisputed I Era was in, thought they you thought did all, because I thought they were going to go into. I don't think they're ready yet. I think they were going to go the into waiting. war games as champions. So that's okay. why I thought they were going to all win the belts. But I do think, I think they're gonna wait. Alert, they're going to do it at Chicago. But I think, spoiler alert, I do think we do have some new NXT tag team champions, though. I'm not going to, you know, totally spoil it. But just saying. I'm just, do it. I'm, I, 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 <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. Do it. I, think, I think personally, I, I said. <laughs> right, right? Sometimes you got to change up. I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> Cause you know, cause what? I fucking hate spoilers myself. So when I read it, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, but I knew that was gonna happen. I knew it. You talked about it enough. We spoiled Endgame on here. Go ahead and spoil it. Yeah. You spoiled Endgame. Yes, we did. That was Game of Thrones. Endgame, Endgame of Thrones. Thrones. Oh, I don't give a shit about that. That's fucked up. Spoil it. All right, fine. Tell me. I'll tell it. I'll... So if you do not know, and I and I said this on Saturday at Legends. I don't know if you remember. I said the only way Street Profits were winning at Takeover was because. Undisputed Era was going to win at a random ass NXT show, and that's exactly what happened. So your new NXT Tag Team Champions is Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. So now three, three times. <laughs> so now three out of the, the four, four Undisputed Era members are now have gold. So I think so. That's what I'm saying. I think they're entering war games that way. So so that's what I see. For me, I me I was thinking that okay. I said for sure that they were all losing. Uh, the only one that was going to win was Adam. 
Well, yeah, Adam and was going to win. Adam down. was going to win regardless, whatever. But I didn't. I knew that they were not ready to really kind of like do it with Street Profits because they're so they're they're still getting bigger. I think they're big, but they're getting bigger in probably their eyes. And then two, I don't think they're ready to let go for Dream to give take that belt away oh, yet. No, 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 like Dream. So for for me, I I knew for sure Dream was going to retain. I just knew that Street Profit was going to keep their thing, and we would go into Chicago for War Games, and then everyone would then be leaving with gold for undisputed undisputed ever. Excuse me. See, yeah, like I don't, but I don't know. But I figured more Chicago, more of a bigger town than Toronto. One, I want to say definitely for like, I especially mean, like for their takeovers. Like takeovers are like a big thing when they go to Chicago as well. Like Chicago's a big wrestling town, so like not for nothing, let's do it in Chicago. Well. We're on the road to Chicago now because so. TakeOver has finished. But um, I guess you guys have match of the night either going to Cole Gargano 3 or I think that was Shirai that and Candice LeRae, who which I think is exactly like a female version of her husband. Right. <laughs> but That's not no good. Whatever. I don't, I don't think that's a good thing. It's but not whatever. not a good thing at all. But, um, but Leo Shirai made me a fan. No, I love, I'm not yes. gonna hold you to it. Like fact, I was super very facts. like when she when her and Shayna went for NXT takeover, I was just like, oh, you know, that's cool. Yes, yeah, she's cute. But this bitch showed out on Saturday. Yeah, I yeah was she like, did. Yes. Oh, I'm loving the the hill song. I don't know I what it is. I love the black. Hair. I don't know I what it is about the, the hill song. Fit no her. pun intended. The yes. Hope. Once again, presentation is key, y'all. She came out. As a badass, she left the ring as a badass. Like she's leave, like she's like does like the little psycho look, but then she like, ah, and then she gets like like r the rumming of the hair. So did she have blue hair too? Maybe like a couple of blue extensions in there. I don't know. I think she has some blue hair in there too. So I guess the color for the week is blue. Who knows? Anywho, um, but I think the whole heel turn is 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 presentation. They waited. They 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 tried it out and then they delivered, and she delivered. I do. So I she she was the for the women. She their match was match for the women. MVP. Point. You want to talk about that, Mr. Producer Man? I mean, I'm not. You didn't. You didn't hear me read it, did you? Because I wasn't going to. What the fuck is this about? Because Candice has been on the on the NXT roster for over a year. That was her first takeover event. So you're gonna call her MVP? She was the MVP. I don't think so. She not my. No. Nope. The first time she's been Candice LeRae. No. Johnny Candice. She's been Johnny Gargano's wife for a year. So let her be Johnny Gargano's wife. I mean, oh, like, I don't know, but no, definitely not. Um. Fucking yawn. No, definitely the not MVP. I definitely would not give that to her. Who would you give MVP, MVP. for the... MVP? <laughs> not to her. Um, I definitely would have given... I would have given it to... I would have definitely given it to... Um, I don't know, though. Shirai, maybe? Yeah, no, Leo, Leo Shirai. I'm Shirai, Leo definitely. Shirai. Yeah, yeah. Shirai, Shirai deserves it more than... Like to Candace. me, that to me, so I was more invested in that match than the Gold Shana. Gargano three. I would. Period. I agree with you. Agree with you. <laughs> like period. Like and I, and like too much. And uh, too much is an under fucking statement. First of all, you do three stages of hell. I say I wish I did. Yeah. And first, you do a whole like regular match that lasted too fucking long. Yeah. And then the second fall was any was a street fight. What Which the fuck for? Because your third match was the same any, shit, the same shit, just in a cage. What they, the fuck was you? They should have made the whole match in the cage in the first damn place. Right, like if you were going to do that. All that shit down, and then like my whole thing it was like 
Then the people not see the fucking cage up I there? I mean, it was a We great, already know. But I will say that it was a great spot when they both flipped over from the top of yeah, that cage. I will absolutely. give you guys that because that's the only shit I actually remember from the match. But other than that, and this, that, but that's the exact reason why I say doing like trilogies of the same fucking two people it's it's a hit or miss it's and, hit or miss, and it yep. doesn't always work and what was it that said their second time this was the third match and this it was the third just one? like yeah okay we can't do this no more sorry like, no like i mean no. your boy johnny probably gonna end up on 205 live you know Aww. whatever see then they're gonna lose he gonna get he gonna be jose no way jose in, in the back oh well before we get to the comments another spoiler johnny gargano is staying in nxt Absolutely. Wonderful. Man, that's the best news I've heard all week. Like, oh, if, shit. like, the whole, like, applause, and I was like, if this nigga's really leaving, like, this, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. You know you how will, you watch a you scary movie? You will fail. Yes. You will fail. Like, you know how you watch a scary movie, and you tell that girl, don't go through that door, girl. Don't go through that door. Don't you know, go. Don't, don't go, go through the Don't do it. You know the black people that get die first? Don't go through that door, girl. They're going to kill you. That is the best news ever, because, and I'm telling you, it was, it was a gift and a curse. That champa fucking had that surgery. It was a gift and a curse because it allowed, it made them realize like, oh shit, he really can't be on this top, this top roster without him. I wasn't ready for them to come over. Champa, Champ- I know would have probably excelled and would have been fine on his own, but Gargano. Gargano, I don't know, it's hit or miss. I my still man would, needs I don't, a I whole don't, life vest. I still don't want them to come up yet. No, yeah, it's the same way I feel about Dream. I don't want them, leave them where they are. Let them stay there, especially, like, now that they're going to have this, like, new TV deal foolishness that's going to come happen. Just don't let Vince touch it. side note, though, shout-outs to, I'm always going to say the name that I know, ACH, which I think is in NXT, Jordan Miles, who won the tournament to now he has, he can face any champion that he wants, or I do believe over the next year. Really? Like, it, it was kind of like their money in the main kind of situation, but okay. they did a whole tournament of it. Okay. And he won, and I was totally surprised. I was like, oh, we out here. Black excellence is real. Appreciate you, Trips. <laughs> I like it. I dig it. So, shout out to Jordan Miles for um, winning that. Good for him. Oh, now right. you guys have comments some comments. From the heels. Steve Salvage says, EO versus Candace stole the show. Wilkins says that EO's outfit was fire. He also says I can't stand fir- Larry Morgan, you swear. <laughs> I cannot stand him. He also says the first two takeover Brooklyn's will never be topped. No, ever. Not. Ever. Justin Wayne James. Cool name. That sounds like Jimmy Wayne Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these people be having some, like, these... these Yo, I feel like, r- no disrespect. I feel like they're characters. I don't even name? think that they're that's even hilarious. real names. I really don't think so. Justin Wayne James says the cage match at the third fall of Gargano Cole was amazing. And sad to not see the thumbtacks, the thumbtacks not being used. <laughs> okay, well, you really weren't though. <laughs> and, uh, it would have made no difference. I have a question actually. Okay. So now that NXT, well, supposedly, reportedly, is going to be on FS1 mm-hmm. or whatever. USA. See, I told USA you. Is I told you. All right, I so told him that before we so started it's recording. It's going to be on cable television. Let's say two hours. So now it's going. No. Let's say it's going to have advertising now. Will these NXT superstars get paid more money now? They should. Yeah. If that's right. the case, then I don't think there's any qualms about them not going up to the main rosters. They can stay where they the are. The biggest issue is that they're getting paid but I think crap in NXT. Because it was the same issue with Leo Rush. The same issue Leo that's had why he not was, like, no more, yeah. was like, listen, y'all ain't paying me what I feel like I deserve kind of situation. It was just like, if when you add up merch, 
appearances, licensing, all type of shit, you end up getting more money. The more out, and that's why I always say sometimes the outside exposure. That's why New Day. I tell people all the time, we'll never, like, it'll be the worst economically thing for them to do the breakup. They can't break them up. Like, you guys make more money together than apart. So you can never do that. But I feel like with, and and I feel like if NXT, once again, is on its own brand, its own merit, then you don't have the, the, you don't have that need of calling people up. up. Yeah. You don't have that need. Mm -hmm. It's like, think of it like when WCW had, um, well, it's not a great example, but when they had Saturday Night. On WCW, or like when Sunday Night Thunder, or when they had Thunder. But those weren't brand extensions per se. But that's how NXT is. To me, I feel like if it goes on cable, it'll be more of a brand expansion because then you have guys like you had the Fandango and you had the Tyler Breeze going back to NXT. So to me, it's like they're picking up. Look at Tyler Breeze. He's like more, which he should have never left. But that's neither here nor there. Well, again, he is more. He goes back to NXT and look at him. Very popular. That's just more, I think, of a speed for certain. Certain, certain people. people, right? I think the bigger stage is not for everyone. Yeah, just like how WWE is not for everybody. Like that, that too. <laughs> I mean, it absolutely. Just, it is so. what it is. But I think NXT being treated as a brand extension, I think, is the way to go. All right, Austin. Some more comments. I've ruined my credit for IO. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. First of all, she would think you about five years old. Right. <laughs> she was like, Who, "Whose son is this? Whose child is this?" <laughs> Larry Morgan, uh-oh, Chrissy is tipsy. I see, <laughs> I see it all over her face and in her eyes. Shut up, Larry Morgan. Chrissy is super lit, yo, I'm crying. <laughs> yo, I can't stand him, yo. No, no anyway, the Ciroc Summer Colada hit different without any chaser. <laughs> We on a we're on a show. We can't. Step King, yo, she looks it, Larry. <laughs> Larry, Chrissy, please do like your shirt says and and. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Appreciate yo, you. What an ass. Right, always. <laughs> Still love him. Though. Never turns off. Right. Okay, so back to my favorite, the G One climax, of course. <laughs> she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so to that, right? Says, Back to my favorite thing of all time, <laughs> this climax, y'all. Right, y'all. anywho, back to this. Um, so, your boy Jay White beats uh, Naito. I got it right, L, for the B-block. And <laughs> but then, you're not going to say that first name, though? Nope, not even going to do Yo, how the fuck do you really, like... Tensuya Naito! You watch it enough times. Right, I mean, yo, but shout, yo, shout outs to the fucking ring announcers because they fucking kill me. <laughs> because the the back and forth between English and, and Japanese, Japanese is yeah. the funniest. It's the, it's the craziest. Switch That's off. what people get lost in. Right. So That's when I was at Supercard, I was like, who? What? Huh? What's? <laughs> huh? Who? Okay. Okada. All right, got it. Copy. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so as I said, his last name, which is Naito, <laughs> he wins the B block, then uh, Abushi beats White to win the whole G1 climax. Did they have like a whole big like spur of the climax? And they put like, him in spur. What? I said spur, spur, not sperm. Get your heads out the damn gutter, guys. Thanks. They, they had, they had I wonder why we think that. The first time, I actually wish y'all now. I was like, girl, whoa. <laughs> this had, show they, just got turned all the way. Beautiful. That sounds wonderful. Um, <laughs> shout out to him for winning. Um, now see. Shingo. I got it. 
Hey. Shingo. No, I'm not doing that, no. She can do two syllables. Shingo. Thank you. Especially I'm glad it's her and not me. Right. I'm like, bleep, bleep. <laughs> One against right. Sabre Jr. Right. That's who the fuck I know. Word. Exactly. See, you didn't even let me get there part yet. See? <laughs> oh, those are points though, because I got Zach Xavier Jr. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let me write this down. <laughs> I had to circle that shit like, ooh. <laughs> like, she didn't even know that. Thank you. Had- <laughs> I had no fucking clue, but. <laughs> I don't even know who the fuck I share that with, but thank uh, you. <laughs> um, so, as uh, SP3 has said, uh, Shingo in a banger of a night on night 18. Like, who was watching all this shit? Uh, Sabre Jr. beats boy. Akata <laughs> and Tana- Yo, um, what time is it? Tanahashi, Tanahashi uh, getting physical in the first uh, time in two years. Ooh. He says match of the night was Abushi and White. The biggest thing is Kenta joined the Bullet Club, the end. Yes. <laughs> I mean. Kenta joined the Bullet Club, which led to Shibata getting physical for the first time in two years. But regardless of, of hey. all that other jazz, yep. Kenta joining the Bullet Club is the highlight the of that entire club. thing. <laughs> no, Shibata getting physical. Shibata had a headbutt in a match two years ago that caused bleeding to his brain. And wow. he was never supposed to wrestle again. That's and he got physical for the first time. They got a bit like Daniel Bryan coming back. Exactly. Okay. But I knew that Daniel was happening. Bryan. But that's either here or there. Right. <laughs> I digress. If you go back to season two of the Job of podcast, I kept saying that. But Quick comment from whatever. Austin. Now Chrissy knows how white teachers feel trying to pronounce names and <laughs> 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 Like Shaniqua. Like, I fucking hate you, Austin. Like, hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> D nice. D, first of all, Jaquan. Jaquan. First of all, that is the. Jaquella. Jaquella. That is the best. I mean, best. Right. Oh, so random shit. That's mad. Funny. That is the best segment from Fucking their Austin. show ever. If you have not seen the uh, Keenan Pill uh, episode when they're in the classroom and he's naming the kids' names, yo, that is like classic black excellence at its finest. I don't know what it is, but yes, yes, Austin, that is definitely how white kids. I mean, white teachers feel. Anywho, moving on. Um, SP3 says that. Um, uh, the Shibata. MP Shibata was the MVP of that. To each his own, whatever. Uh, let's go to SummerSlam. Yeah, um, let's go to SummerSlam and l- what happened at SummerSlam? Uh, pronounce these. Ha- yeah, yep. we, we can definitely. Seth th- fucking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Trish Stratus. Um, Kofi Kingston. Yep. So yep. let's just like go into what we think was. One of the highlights for SummerSlam. I know what mine's was. What was yours? It's a tie. It's a tie? Oh, okay. We like ties. Uh, Trish Stratus coming out and showing out. Period. Her, her, her ring of tie was horrible, though. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, like, no one wants to see a, first a, of all, when a she mother first, of two with two sides out like that. Like, no, no, no. First, first of all, when no she man. had her interview, you could see her, her boobs were in her, her neck. Let's just call it what it is. I was it like, oh, so we're going to have It wasn't flattering. It was not. So we're going to have the Battle of the Cleavage, which is, you know, Charlotte has her own bitch. Charlotte girl. got her own girls that she paid for. So I was like, okay, so this is what Twice. we're going to Right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to have the two women have their titties all hanging out of the, in these tight-ass outfits, spilling over. Okay, I'm not. But she looked good. 
She looked I mean, good, though. She didn't like, miss a she beat. She looked better than she did in Evolution. I will give I'm, you that. I'm, uh, first, I will give you ca- that. Um, and, and putting her in the ring with Shaw to carry her, I think, was the best thing to do. It was, uh, honestly, it, you could, I, I was just so amazed. Like, I was just like, because everyone had their doubts about Trish coming back and doing the whole match. Did they really? Because they, they, it was like more of like, I don't want to say like on the Goldberg level, but it was kind of like a... They're putting their money in. Like, putting, what, yeah. like okay. what, what's going on here? But the whole story, and even though it took, it, they did it in two weeks, whatever. I'm, I was still, I was here for from when I heard Trish Stratus theme song with Lil' Kim, because everyone forgets Lil' Kim did that whole shit. Mm-hmm. When her music dropped, I was just like, I wish I was in Toronto and felt that kind of energy. Because, I mean, it's nothing like seeing a hometown person, like right. even just entrance coming mm-hmm. out and just mm-hmm. in, embracing that. And even though Trish lost, I mean, obvious reasons. You already knew um, that was going to happen. Told you me. did, but you didn't think that the match was going to really play out the way that it did. Right, it like, was longer I was than really, I expected to be, to, ball, to be honest. They gave uh, them That shit was longer than Goldberg and Dolph. I mean, well, anything is longer than Goldberg, but facts. you know. Facts. Crazy facts. Um, and then my second one was, of course, Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend. His remix of his theme song. Because I, I was like sitting here like, are they going to give him give the, the same, same music? Song? Yes. I was like, that shit not going to make no sense. I was like, was he going to take his mask off? Like, what is he going to it's do? I didn't know what he was going to do. It's a creepy, great thing. It's like when you... See what like, happens when you let me like do what I know is going to work. Let me have control and not let someone fuck it up. It's so good, like, and it's so scary. Like, not I'm for just nothing. Like, I thought he was gonna come out to the, the, the theme song of the the, the 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 schoolhouse play rock thing or whatever that they do. I'm dead. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. I really thought but he was gonna I come out to that. Fact, I, I would have been. I would have even been mad at that because everyone would have popped for it anyway. I love the fact that Break shows the same guys that did the original song to do the re- to do the new song. I love like it's once again presentation, and I feel like the lantern. The, the lantern that took shit me is over. Creepy. The lantern took me over. That shit, I don't want that. No. No. What? I, I want no. First that of all, that shit looks like its cousin. Like, sidebar: yeah. He Word. was the one that sold the most merch, I believe, that weekend. Oh, absolutely. Yo, I've he never sold- seen so many yowie wowies just here in New York. I was like, Yo, did you just get that shirt? They're like, Yeah. I was like, What? Like, Yeah. The, the whole all his merch. They had puppets. They had little pillows of like the little bird looking thing. I they would get the, the Vince one. I'm not even going <laughs> into it. If they have the Vince on the shop, I would get it because that one is funny. But Bray coming back, Bray using the man of a claw too is like so dope to me. I like, love. I, first, first of all, I knew he was. This was going to be his moment when he used it on his own person that made it like did it. Yo, because I was there in Tampa. So watching him actually do it to Mick Foley, I was just sitting there like this. I was just like, oh, shit. This and this is how you do it. You like, use the man of a claw. On the guy that did the man of a claw. Like, oh, I was I was bugged out in Tampa. I was like, oh, my God. And then when he did it to Kurt, I was just like, oh, now you're just being rude. Yeah. But I'm with it. And, then and when this he, is his now. This and is now his. it's your finisher. I'm just like, it goes so well with the character. I'm it has like, to. Like, what other move would you have done? Like not not even knowing. No, I like Sister Abigail. Though. No, but Sister, like, but I like how he's like he's like lost. Like he can't like really know who, where he is. Like he was like going back and forth between like the old him and like the new him. Like he was like. But I will like, say the whole catchphrase "Let me in" is super problematic. I, I'm gonna need them to figure out another another slogan because that's just. Mm. I don't no, know no, if I feel. Like, yeah, like I'm just like. That's a little too much. Uh, it's a little a little out there for me. <laughs> 
But so is burning. Burn it down to me is super problematic. Yeah, so that's what you said. Right. Like it's, but don't we want controversy? So it's like oh, controversy creates cash. And now it's a problem. I'm cool. So I'm cool no, it's not that it's a problem. Like it's just like I'm just making it acknowledged. Like mm-hmm. that is super problematic. If we were to eat but, that up uh, in the attitude era. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Imagine fucking Val Venus saying that shit, and I'm pretty sure. Shut up. <laughs> he probably just said that shit. What do you mean? Val fucking Venus. Val Venus. Val Venus has said a whole bunch of shit. Are you so, kidding me? Yo, I swear, that's what I love about the network, which is why I hate when people be like, "I'm gonna kill somebody." Network for what? Watch all the old shit because the shit Jerry Lawler fucking says. Yo, I'm like, yo, Jerry Lawler was the biggest. How the fuck did he get away with like, all that? shit like oh my he god he did <laughs> he did he did i heard it yep yep oh shit but that's what i'm saying like that's why yo it always bothers me when people on the internet be like oh, i'm about to cancel my network for what like <laughs> what the fuck does the old shit gotta do with, with the what's new going shit on right, right now like don't take your sh- just say i don't got ten dollars a month i would rather i would rather <laughs> that. <laughs> that money than you using the current product as an excuse to cancel the WWE Network. Like, what? Like, stop it. Like, just cut that shit out. But, no, Bray coming back. First match. Finn falling into the sunset. Of course. We already knew that. Have yep. a good time. Mm-hmm. Two months off. But can we, ju- can we just say how sexy he looked in that all, all white? All white? Oh, girl. Oh. I swear. I'd be like, where the fuck is he at in Williamsburg? I'm First so of tight. all, let's, so I just tight. I already knew he was going to go out in style, but I didn't know. Damn. He was gonna go out in that clean, crisp white, white. jacket, white. Damn. I mean, undie pants. Like I don't even know what to call. Just all around dripping sexiness. That damn. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Does that shit all the time? He, I mean, he always made me buy that blue leather jacket. I will uh, say, listen, that shit I'm just hard. saying, like I just knew. I was like, see, like they gonna let my man go out in style and this beautiful like they just knew he was gonna get taken down he just knew he Look was gonna say, reminded him when Shawn michaels came out all white i was just like you you're stupid but that makes sense <laughs> i was like you're dumb but that makes sense but i that was my moment for the evening and the night um i just love the way we were anticipating his first match and we just knew that it was going to be something golden and boy did you deliver bray came showed up showed out showed out i mean here for it i didn't even need to see the rest of the show to be honest after that I was ready to go. No, but I, like I said, but I think fast forwarding to the Universal Title match, I think that was actually not that bad. That shit not, took me for a loop. It was longer than expected not, as well. Way longer than expected, and I did not think Seth was going to win clean. Clean. It was a as clean match. A it was baby's yeah. bottom. Like no, I said, my whoa. Moment, my moment was the night I should have made this a gift. Was when um, Heyman was just like this. At the ring. Just left. Just Yo, like, I was at the bar like this, like, wait, like that's this. three. That's, that's, that's three. Seth just won. Seth is about to swing this belt around in this ring again. Oh, shit. Where do we go from here? What was the point of Brock winning fucking money in the bank now? I don't know. Oh, uh, like, it was just so many questions. Like, like, okay, so, like, where do we go now? Okay, so Seth is the champion. Great. No, Fine. not great. I mean, not, <laughs> not, not great. Not but, great. No, what I, what <laughs> like, I mean is, no. Like, no, what I mean is like, okay, great. What's his next step? What are we now going to do? Because now we take absolutely nothing. Like that we is take, the we've problem. taken this now from Brock, which we, you know, he does like he has the same type of schedule Randy Orton has. He just shows up whenever the fuck he feels like it and just goes here and there. But I'm cool. Like I don't know what everyone's issue is with Brock doing that because, and I always say the same thing when when the Rock did that shit. 
and beat punk and headline WrestleMania. Ain't nobody had no issue with that shit. Everybody was like, yay. No. Everybody so you had you want the everyone same to keep the energy? Grip. You want the same energy? Same okay. energy out here, ladies and gentlemen. I respect that. But for me, Brock just adds a different element. Whether you hate him or you love him, he adds a different element to the whole I situation. actually love the whole monster in the bank where he had like the briefcase and he was using it as like Yo, a damn boombox. Yes. That shit was That was beautiful. the most this what made, I've seen Brock in like two years. I was like, what? In that, the what made, that made me like, started liking him again. That was like the highest thing since Suplex City, bitch. Like, I was right. like, yes. What? Yes. Like, what are you doing? Yes. So, like, we would like count the how much, uh, how many um, suplexes you would have. Like, people would bring legit numbers and count how many yeah. suplexes he would do. And now it's just like, what is Seth, What is next for Seth Rollins? Yeah, I don't know. I'll wait. Yeah. I don't. Sorry. I don't know. Comments or concerns? Oh yeah. Austin says uh, in regards to Finn, those tights were brown after Bray's entrance. Ooh, <laughs> really? Shit himself. Damn. <laughs> Gerard says, I had a friend who never watched WWE, WWE and saw Bray and said, since when did Joker become a wrestler? Wow, really? Are we going to do that? That's not, that, even, that's not even like the same, same category. Oh, even though Lord. there's a new Joker um, movie coming out. Yo, Paul, I can't that wait. shit looks mad. I can't wait. Good. That shit looks wild. Um, uh, uh, Joaquin Fo- um, Phoenix? Phoenix. Legit. I feel like Scary. he's just like, um, he, he like turned yeah. himself. Into that Fuck character. It's like, it's great. legit scary. It's great. It looks so good. I'm very excited for that one. Yes, sir. Steve Salvage says, The Fiend song is the same, just done by Code Orange, who does Aleister Black's theme. Correct. Well, it, I mean, it's a remix to let's, me. It's a because remix? Because it, it has certain parts of the old song in that song. So to me, I and was I like, feel like and, I, and I feel like they made it where we can still like turn all the lights off. We can still use our phones as the fireflies. We're fireflies. We've always been fireflies. Let's keep that same energy and being the fireflies, but yet to a new different type of way and interest of where so he's going to come up. So level up with Bray at the end of the day, which I feel like. When Him you look being at, away, yep. And I feel like we're all like kind of like the great characters, like wrestler characters that we've all grown up with, like. For, like to me, Mick Foley, the evolution of Mick Foley. If you look at the evolution of your favorite, The Undertaker, like certain characters over time, you change them, but then there's still little parts of the old, of the original them in that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that's how you always keep the essence of the character. But don't well, be wrong, eyes about Taker, right? <laughs> and Jason Michael Campbell, your best friend. Hi, Jason. Says Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus still could go, and she's just gonna be 44 in December. She really? looks great. She looks amazing. Definitely she did great. A little older, but me too. Her, I, I could have sworn maybe like forty eight. Definitely like forty. Fifty, you know, going over the hill. And speaking of Jason Michael Campbell, uh, Larry Morgan mentions one of his favorites. Going back to when you mentioned uh, Trips deserves credit for Jordan Miles winning the breakout tournament. Larry Morgan says, "Fuck Triple H. Fuck if that. If Excellent was real to him, he would have put over Booker T. Oh my God, can y'all? Let me get the violin for everyone that still <laughs> wants to bring up Booker T losing. Like, oh my God, like that is then. This is now hashtag WWE. The beginning of every show. <laughs> but one um, more, one more from JMC." Kofi Kingston or Seth Rollins are not huge huge draws. They do not put butts in seats as champions. Ah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, it was uh, for, for for Kofi's defense. I'm just saying this for me. Um, I want to say again, he took this whole thing on where he wasn't even supposed to be a part of. He was just a fill in, and he took it and he ran with it. Now, what happened after he got the belt? Developmental story, people, whoever. I don't know what they did. Where they just dropped the ball, plain and simple. 
it's not him as the person. It's the people that is writing him or who's he, who are they putting him against is where they're going at fault at. I think the biggest story since he became champion is the one that he's in now. I With think Randy, the I think, Randy yeah. story, I think it was definitely something like, you know about it, but you forgot about it, but then yes. now the both of them are doing it again. You're like, oh shit, that did happen. Like, even the... Good morning. Hi. Hello. I thought like, that was weird. Right. <laughs> Somebody calling? Go ahead. Oh, uh, it looks like that's so weird. <laughs> right. Didn't know that I could do that. I was like, it's Kofi calling? Right. I'm here for it. <laughs> right. Yes. I'm here. I was like, ask you to get us some money, yo. Oh, okay. shit. I was like, Chip is on the what? line. What? Okay. He's told. He's going to defend himself. Exactly. He got to. I mean, I Either feel. Either him or I feel like they're both. Somewhat of a draw, I feel, especially on the Kofi side, because once again with New Day, I just feel like they're just the shit. Like they, people are gonna when people you. Gonna, I'm sorry when you have white people saying New Day rocks or like like when you have when you see old white you men see, gyrating and right. You know, like, like, I just feel do like you see people doing that. Like it's, it's a different type of level. Like in terms of they're the biggest still top merch draw, still right. One of the biggest top. One of the biggest top people that are selling merch continuously, whether they have belts or not, is the New Day. Period. Three people. So I, I, I wouldn't say, and I don't want to be biased to Seth either because Seth, Seth has just been on the stale movement, so I feel like saying that he's not a draw right now. Like, I don't get, where do we go from here having Seth as champion? Like, right. I, I'm very, like, at a very standstill about that. Like, I'm like, who... Who do you challenge? Who like does whoever win King of the Ring go against you? Like wh- what? Uh, yeah, do, like what what's the stipulation do? for King of the Ring now? Like what happens after know. we win? Are we just gonna be like? Um, what do you think about stuff? Who, who's gonna be the next opponent for stuff? Like I'm intrigued because I really don't the know. Rumor right now. Oh, it's Braun. Yeah, it's Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Is but Braun will have to turn back heel to do that. Right. Like what's the back hope, and forth foolishness? Like from last year when they did the same thing after SummerSlam and forcefully turned Braun Strowman heel and had to change him back heel seven weeks later. I would hope they. Would but see, I would do the reverse where I would I would turn Seth heel. That's actually a good idea. I would turn Seth heel. Seth was and, always better heel anyway. Which is what everyone's been kind of screaming and moaning about they want. So I actually would do the reverse. I would have Seth. I would have Braun help him in that like, I got you. It's okay, man. Because, you know, Seth sometimes always needs some assistance. So <laughs> I would have Braun help him like he did on Raw. But then I would have, I would make Seth look ungrateful and have him turn that way and be like, I don't need your help. I'm champion and turn him heel well, that why do way we always have to, to have, do that. Why do we always have to have like the big guys be a part of like the the championship like naming or scenarios? Like why do we have to put Braun Strowman in this category now? Well, because what do we need we, him for? Because who else you got? Like, I would definitely. Well, you have AJ as your intercontinental champion. You kind of gotta have. No, you know, he's the United States. Yeah, right? United States. Excuse me. When you have him as a United States champion, once again as a mid card title, you kind of gotta have some of your top guys kind of geared towards right. that title. Correct. So you kind of gotta. Not, I don't want to say think outside of the box, but you kind like who do you have left in a sense? I would. Me personally, I would want to see the belt next on either Drew or Joe. See, but for me, I would rather. Drew and I, and I was surprised that Seth won Royal Rumble. Right. But I would have had Drew. Win, I would rather Drew win Royal Rumble than give him that title like here. I would rather mm. him earn. I would earn. rather him go even if he even went in as number fucking one. Yeah. I'd be like fuck it or thirty. I don't care. Either way, I would rather see 
Drew win Royal Rumble and then have him make choose it me, make him cho choose who which he wants one to he okay. wants to face. I would rather him do that than him going against Seth, then probably lose jobbing the fucking Seth Rollins, and then him looking not as strong as he's been looking for like, like X amount last, of months. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I just always I like, and then some people like are better at the chase. So it's like, who like there's so Who's many variables, yeah. right? So. I don't know. Go ahead. So Spotlight. A little bit of time left. Uh, we'll have baby Seth run off a little bit of questions <laughs> and comments. But we got a couple of questions because we need to learn what the ladies are thinking on professional wrestling. So Chrissy Love, Janelle from HR, what is your best female wrestlers today? Today? Like right now? Right now. This minute. I like Faye. Faye Jackson? I like Faye Jackson. Um, look, do, oh, okay, tech. Are we talking like indies? Are we talking? Doesn't oh, matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Just has to be wrestling today. I like Sage um, Jackson. I love me some Bianca, as I told you before. Um, uh, I'm gonna stick with those two right now for what I'm hoping to see big things for. I think they deserve it. I think they've done the work. I think they're good. I think they're marketable. And I think they can definitely go way far as their expectations are, you know, I think they can go, they can be here for years to come. Um, on the indie side, uh, it would definitely be Ariel Monroe, um, who was in the first year's May Young Classic. Mm -hmm. um, she's also wrestled here in New York at Battle Club Pro and all that type of stuff. Um, but Ariel Monroe to me is like phenomenal in the ring. Um, Another one I would think of is um, is te honestly Tessa Blanchard for me. Mm. Um, she would have been thirty. And I say Tessa because for me, for you to kind of take a company low key and carry it on your back in a sense that well that division mm -hmm. it says a lot. And I think the way she's been carrying um, Impact um, has made people not only go back and watch Impact. Mm -hmm. Like, that's essentially what people... Like, when people heard about Tessa Blanchard versus... Um, what's his face? Sammy. Sammy Callahan. People was like, Say oh, what? shit, I got yeah. lashes. Right. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Even though some people don't agree with the intergender matches... I actually like it. Song. Like, I think it's good, cool. Good actual segue. What are your thoughts on intergender wrestling, and do you think women should win men world championships? I don't think they should win men world championships. championships I no. think they should have their own. Mm -hmm. I'm always a I'm always gonna be to have your own. That's just me in life in general. Like we don't need your title. I don't, we can yeah. have our own. Yes, but absolutely. I I don't. Once again, I don't mind the intergender matches. Like shout mm -hmm. out to once again Battle Club Pro is doing their um, September 28th show, which is an intergender entire card. Um, so shout which out to them. Which is pretty cool. I think. Um, <laughs> I think it showcases that you know once again we're on the same page we're equal in that sense in the ring um and it's once again things that as women you can learn from the guys and there are things the guys can learn from the women like women sometimes can either be can sell things a little differently than men can and vice versa so mm -hmm. i feel like and when you're at a wrestling school you're gonna have men and female you're gonna end up wrestling both like i just feel like organically that ends up happening um but in terms of titles no keep that shit separately like I, I like the mm -hmm. inter I like the intergender like they can fight each other but I don't think they should like women should go against go for men's titles they can have their own titles that's why we make our own titles 
or whoever makes their own titles for the women's divisions. Um, because then you would say a, a man could have like the women's titles. No, it's not yeah, both like, ways. No, like no, we can fight each other with no problem. Because a girl can definitely stand and like beat the shit out of a guy probably if they wanted to. But like as far as us going for like their belts or our belts, like let's let's keep those two. Or separate. I mean, you can have a belt that's uniform, like uh, intergender. You can, gender, like you can have that weird. I mean, you or something have, universal like a universal right, title. Because you have like, once again transgenders. You have the LGBTQ community that oh, you know, it could be a twenty four seven one. Men and women right. win both. So like you can no have one clearly a title cares. That, right. That's you can it. have a title that's like that. But if you're gonna specifically have a men's and a women's, I think it should stick to that. Sidebar. Our truth and Carmella, whoever <laughs> told them to do this type of gimmick or like service to like sh like play these stories, it is one of the best things that's happening to WWE right now. Like when they were dressed up as like the commentators, I think they were supposed to be like the German. Were they supposed to be the Canadian? Um, commentators. Oh, when they were in the doctor's office, I was like, yo, yeah, they, 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 the they were. Yeah, <laughs> and he still wanted him losing the damn belt anyway, but still like. For them to just like just be dressed up and like being these characters and like do these things and run around like with their heads cut off is just like something that's it actually gives me Bobby Heenan vibes from right. back in the day. It is just to me. I think it's the I think it's so funny. And he keeps calling it the wrong bell, and it's still like <laughs> funny. It's just forty eight twenty fourteen. European television, television yeah, what? hardcore championship. Like, what are you saying, <laughs> sir? What? Yeah, like, like. Another good segue. What grabs your attention most in wrestling today? The in-ring characters, captivating storylines, or great promos, or all of the above? All of the above. Um, I love a great promo. I love a great storyline. Um, delivery. Give you if you're gonna deliver me something that's good, I'll eat it up. The most attention to me is going to be the promo. It's going to be your mic skills to me is what mm. captivates me, um, which is essentially why. I mean, as much as everyone knows, I don't like Roman in the beginning. That was what, that was always my grip with Roman was. I was just like, you're on the mic. I'm not. You're I'm not, not listening engaged. to you. You're not engaged. You're I not don't hear it. what you're saying. You're talking, and I still don't hear you. There's a there's a difference between talking and, and hearing. <laughs> and I and once again, I think that. When you're good on the mic, like when Joe speaks, I'm 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 like this. I'm I'm on TV. Like, what you saying, boo? I hear you. All right. If somebody else like Johnny Gargano's on, like in ring, it's phenomenal. But when you're on that mic, sir, I'm you're yawn. not engaged. You're, what are you saying? Are you falling asleep? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't hear you. That's how I feel about Natty. Yeah, Natty is hard. She tried because what's her face she trying to tell her? Oh, total diva, <laughs> and she got mad at her. Fucking Rusev wife. What's her name? Oh, um, wh Lana. yeah, where, where's Lana. Lana and damn Rusev? Sitting in Nashville, Tennessee, at home. Because they don't know what to do with Rusev, which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's so sad. Like, happy Rusev Day, one like, thing, it came and left. If you don't know what to do with Lana, that's one thing. But fucking Rusev, okay, Rusev could have been in King of the Ring, but that's he could have there. Definitely, but whatever, guys. Definitely could have been in a cranial ring. But but yeah, for me it'll be it'll be promo mic skills for me that that captivates me at first, and then the all the other stuff, the technical the technical wrestling side, the storyline is super important. I think just in wrestling in general, like I don't think I think that's what keeps people engaged. But for me, captivating is when you talk on that mic. You, you're I you're got pulling you. me in. I'm gonna be all airs. Right. Next. 
What is your all-time favorite moments in wrestling and your all-time favorite match of all time, regardless of Damn. promotion? That's just this oh. disgusting. Cause yeah, I'm not I, don't, I don't have, like... Don't, yeah. The moments that come to your head right now when you say favorite moments in wrestling. The Austin, uh, Bret Hart, when the, he has him in the sharpshooter and the blood is dripping from his face. I can remember that from, like, like it was yesterday. I'm um, <laughs> um, I, I, that was one of my one of my. I can think of like the top of my dome right now. The first thing that, that one always was. grinds my gears, but to me, it's like I know is when um, it was WrestleMania. Um, I think it's eight. Oh. Either seven or eight, but when um, Ric Flair versus Macho, Macho Man, Man that was eight. That was eight. Who, the, the, um, the, 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 um, that was Indianapolis, I believe. That the, was, the Who's Your Dome or something like that. Yes. That was. Um, well, and when I tell you the build up to that, that match. match, gold. Nothing and like Miss Elizabeth coming out, running down to the ring to help when, her damn and man. And when you Even though they were they in like bad terms probably back then, but not at that moment. But it was the beginning of the end. <laughs> they were they, I like mean, I knew they was that. I knew when they did that whole marriage shit at SummerSlam, I was like, they not they not really fuck with each other. So I don't know how this is working, but whatever. You couldn't tell me that as K-Fan a little kid. Was please, alive yeah, what? And running. Um, but my only grip, and that's why it's like one of my favorite like r- like matches, is the fact that the the to me it's a build up. Like for me, always my favorite WrestleMania would be fourteen, but it was because every storyline. That build had up something. to every match had that build up that you remember. Like even with Taker and Kane, that shit will forever to me be one of the best build ups I've ever seen. Um, when you had um, the whole um, Sean and HBK and um, mm-hmm. 12, and what, Mike 12. Tyson, like mm-hmm. that build up. Like to me, it's what a build was that? up. Like third, like. It was 14? 14. It was WrestleMania 14 in Boston. Well, okay. um, but back to Macho and Rick. The fact that they, the build-up to that shit was probably, and it was for the W, it was for the fucking title. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you assholes put that shit in the middle of the fucking card and had fucking Hogan versus Sid Vicious. At the end of the fucking end, you're WrestleMania 8. That is a spit in the, the fucking face. face. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but to me, Macho and Rick were definitely they were one a of great. My they, two they had a great storyline. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite matches of all time. Favorite match, one. Chrissy. Favorite match. Um, definitely can agree with uh, Janelle on that one. That's one of my favorite um, Macho Man uh, WrestleManias, to be honest. Um, match. Um, it's so hard. It's really, really it's hard. Like that, that, I why did you do that? Fact, no, I got it. Undertaker versus Mankind. When Which one? His, when the, the, the one, the Hell in a Cell, when he threw his ass off that damn cage. Okay. Was that Hell in a Cell? Yes. That was Hell in a Cell. And then, like, to watch Mick Foley, like, sidebar, talk about that whole moment of, like, him being tossed and, like, coming out of consciousness and not realizing that his tooth was in his nose. nose. Like, that whole thing, like, him, like, reflecting back and, like, looking... And talking about like him being in that moment in that space, I think is like one one match that I can like say as a kid during that era was like big and just like nah son like you okay, can't all I hear is JR's voice. Yes. He has a family. Like all that stuff, like you just and just like throw him down is like, dude, like you really just like you let just, me just you throw just, you just do it. Yeah, like and I wonder like what Undertaker was like thinking, like Okay, he said, like shit, like 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 what was he yeah. Right. And like whose idea was it for me to did he say whose idea was it for him to go over there? I don't remember him saying Regardless, that. you agreed to that shit, so Yeah. <laughs> no matter whose idea it was. Right. You agreed to that. And so. they all like talk about like how the matches are gonna go. Sometimes they really don't, but 
the fact that, that they put on that body of work and everyone was just like stunned in Pittsburgh and was just like, hell of a match. Like, how did, like, you didn't even know Mankind, Mick Foley, was going to even, like, come out of that alive. Especially as a kid, you like, nah, son, he dead. <laughs> hey, he dead, dead. He dead, dead. <laughs> he dead, dead right. Best live event you've ever been to and what made it so memorable? Ooh. I mean, it's not best, but it's my first. So, to me, it's always going to be the best. Survivor Series 2002, the first Elimination Chamber. Mm. When um, HBK won the title um, at the Garden. Um, it was right after, it, to me it was a big deal just in terms of the city mm -hmm. because it was um, the first like live, large live event at the Garden f since 9-11 here in New York. So like th just from the experience of like walking through, going through the metal detector, seeing like, all the cops with all of AKA 49s and, and you just like understanding like, yo, this is, this is a new normal for mm -hmm. our city. And then on top of that, being mm. my first WWE live pay-per-view event, like, to me, it, to, that's always going to be my best. Um, but um, memorable, but the other one would definitely be my first WrestleMania, which was WrestleMania 29. Um, when, and actually, it had nothing to do with, with like, an actual match. It was fucking Diddy fucking singing Coming Home. <laughs> like, for me, I don't know what it was. And I don't know if it was because my first WrestleMania, but I was sitting there, like, almost in tears because it was just, like... I've loved wrestling since I was a kid, like six, seven years old, like watching, fuck, sneak watching ECW at two o'clock in the morning type <laughs> shit. Like, I, I was that kid. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was public access TV, real talk. Like, I was that kid. So, for me to, like, like my mom buy me that for Christmas that year and, like, they pranked me and then I find out I'm going to WrestleMania. Like, to me, it was the childhood dream that mm -hmm. came true. So, to be, you know, at MetLife, first time WrestleMania 29. Um, even though it was a shitty car, it was actually my, my least favorite WrestleMania. Was that, 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 was, that, was, that the one it was Rock Cena and Tia? Yeah. Um, that, that put everyone to fucking sleep. The only thing I remember was fucking was CM Punk versus Taker, which by far was probably the best match on the it's fucking card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything else is a blur. Like I, somebody had to remind me if fucking Triple H versus Brock happened. I was like, where? I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but regardless, twenty nine. Like your first WrestleMania, I think is always the most memorable, especially mm -hmm. like regardless how you feel about WWE like growing up like that's just a like a bucket list thing to do so the fact that I was able to do 29 and then I was able to do three back to back to back but 29 for me is always going to be like my memorable because it was my first one and I was just sitting there like I'm coming home but I am home I'm here WrestleMania's here like oh my god guys like we're here like right, right. and just seeing people that I knew like I ended up bumping to like one of my first friends at St. John's at fucking WrestleMania at the fucking bar like mm -hmm. it was like it, it was definitely, like, the pre... It was before, like, honestly, building a wrestling family. So, mm -hmm. for me, doing that WrestleMania kind of jump-started me into really building the kind of community that we all have now. Mm -hmm. So, I'm always going to be thankful for 29, but it was a trash. One of the worst <laughs> WrestleManias I've been to, but neither here nor there. Um, event um, definitely would be my WrestleMania to this past year at MetLife, um, which was 35. Um no matter what the card was, just just being actually in the building the and the energy and just like even the parking lot was like energy before the, the ship, before you was able to get inside of the arena mm -hmm. was something to be like memorable and just like, you know, put on your bucket list of like things that you've done, um, of especially like being with people that tailgate at a wrestling event. I've only seen people tailgate at like baseball games or football games and for people to like be barbecuing outside in a parking lot, playing loud fucking music. 
and just like having like these big scenes and having matches outside before the card even starts. And yes, it's like a long day, but it's a long day of something that you will probably never like some people wish they could experience just the whole weekend i feel like i I I low-key feel like at times we take for granted wrestling because you know everybody's either in the wwe bubble or people are are in the you know independent bubble and it's just like that whole weekend the the type of like weekend i was here for 35 Mm -hmm. was like no other like Mm -hmm. i feel like I, i i look back i'm like Damn, we did a fucking lot of shit. (laughs) Like, between Wale Mania, between WrestleCon, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. between all all the independent shows that run that weekend. You have the ability to kind of just go out and and see different things Mm -hmm. and different styles of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, The parties, the people you you meet, the other podcasters that you meet. Like, I met tons of people that do podcasts all over the country. So, like, that weekend is just such a, like, dope weekend. And I feel like at times you got to take a step back and be like... You gotta have a game plan. Yeah, like I, had a, I was just, I was thankful this year. I was like, "Well, it's home. I ain't got paid for a flight. I ain't got to do nothing. Cool. I can really enjoy just certain things that mm-hmm. you know the last three that I've built to enjoy. So the thirty-five was that weekend overall. Yeah, was the weekend overall dope. was was really good. Like I said, started at Wally Mania, then we went to NXT, then mm-hmm. we went to Summer. I mean, to um, WrestleMania. Just was a whole, the whole weekend, whole Raw, vibe. Smackdown. Raw and SmackDown. Fucking like, Taker coming out of Raw. Yeah. Me and Larry went, we sat together, and then me and Larry both marked them. <laughs> That's the funniest shit. But it's just like the whole, like that whole energy for the whole city, for them to take over the city. It was really it's something. It's, it's something that you have to like really enjoy if you ever get them to come to your city for a big weekend. Like you don't, you you'll know the feeling that we're talking about when they come to you or whatever. Yeah. So that was like my my moment or whatever for WrestleMania. So before we get to the spotlight in the True Hills one final time, which wrestlers are having the best hot girl summer in 2019? <laughs> Nobody, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that because you only watch WWE? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends, on, no, it depends on how you define hot girl summer, though. But I Chrissy, mean, Chrissy Love said one person's having a hot girl summer. I, I said John Moxley was having a hot girl summer because you know how you know how you have like you be in that slump. And you know, like either like you lost your job, you're just not feeling good at home, or you're just not having a, a good relationship. And then all of a sudden, you just like come out as brand new, fresh, and you just out here just winning, having the best time of your life. That's what I call as the hot girl summer. Ah, season. That's what I. That's what I, I define as hot girl it. summer. It's not you being out here sleeping with any old body. I feel like you. See, that's why I was saying here like. No, I feel like hot girl summer <laughs> is like, you uh... getting back to where you need to be. You enjoying life. Not taking things for granted, not not really giving a shit about what any well, anybody else cares about. To be honest, then I would I would say Sasha Banks then. Ooh, okay. Me. Because for you to sit back for almost the entire summer, low key, still get contracts, low key, right, paid, right, still doing what you're doing, and for because you, you haven't come, seen us since um, since WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So the fact that you can take that time and like how you define them, kind of like reinvent yourself, mm-hmm. recreate, you know. She ended up going back to Japan. She trained a little in Japan. Um, for her to, you know, she could change her colors if she felt like it, whatever. But I feel like she could, she takes the cake in terms of hot girl summer at that mm-hmm. point because this bitch basically didn't do anything but came back to like one of the biggest pops of the summer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but if we out here thotting and bopping though, it's okay. <laughs> it's no problem. But I'm just saying, you know, it's a um, hard to I say. still give Ooh. mine to Mr. John um, Moxley. 
Um, who he's was it? Bopping. He was in NAW last night. I'm gonna say he's he married. He married. He married, but he. He's definitely thotting and bopping. He's definitely thotting and bopping. Because well, um, well, I read what his New Japan contract ends at, at WrestleKing in the be beginning working, of January. But he's going to be working with them after the G1 and everything. But he's going to be working through WrestleKing. Yeah, so that's what I heard. That's what I heard. WrestleKing? Through WrestleKing. Through WrestleKing. Wrestle I don't think at. Like as in like. No, um, will, it, it means so that, that it's, it's probably yeah. after WrestleKingdom yeah. is cool. the end. Cool. Okay. Well, we can. I just still think that, you know, sure, someone that was just like. Like in the slumps and like you put me back in the shield and then you're not really using me. Then you made me be like this character that I really wasn't liking. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to go back to this shit because I really can't do this. I don't really like it. And See, I'm not really it, loving it. It, it sounded like how Banks was, but she just came right. back and was like, fuck Koda it. Kota Ibushi's having a hot girl somewhere. You think Kota Ibushi's having just a hot girl somewhere? G1, G1 climax. His lover's in a different promotion, and he's still on the come up. Who he's smashing? Living right. his best life. Kenny Omega, his lover. His golden lover. Wow. You know they smashing? Like, for real, for real? Well, not now. Before. <laughs> not now. So I was like before. So though. that's that's the team. Um, well, they're, um, called, they're called the Golden Lovers. They have a very close personal. Okada plays on the other team. Who's top? Who's bottom? Obushi, Obushi and Omega. Who's top? Who's bottom though? Obushi and Omega. Hmm. They mix and match, probably. So Omega's on the other team side. Yeah, you ain't know that. That man, yeah, he he play on both Kenny sides Omega, of the field. Kenny Omega is mm-hmm. rumored to be allegedly. Allegedly, I should have learned. Oh, allegedly, confirmed, not confirmed, bisexual. but confirmed. I mean, They're just you LGBTQ song. positive. Yes. I mean, okay. hey, if that's the the way you want to rock out life, kudos to you, bro. I'm with Yo, you. Yo, was they smashing in I mean, Orleans? like. <laughs> Have your hot girl something. Now I, got, I have so many questions. Right, now. you know what I'm saying? Like, now I got questions. But because you know, they did the meet and greet at WrestleCon in New Orleans together. I should have known something about his little... And um, I did, but I did Kenny, His ramen noodle hair, so. Yeah, and they got a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. SP, what else you got for me? Uh, let's hear from the spotlight in the trio. All right. <laughs> okay, oh, that was a great segue. <laughs> Just lots of responses to the, uh, the very same questions you were asking them. Larry Brown, or Lawrence Brown. Stone Cold versus The Rock, any WrestleMania for his favorite match. Okay. Uh, Larry Morgan, um, Nicholas being <laughs> bronze tag team partner is his favorite WrestleMania <laughs> moment. Yo, he's a clown. <laughs> Yo, that's the, that's the realest answer ever. I can't Lawrence take Brown, SummerSlam at the Garden in 98 was his first. Ooh. That's Triple H and Rock at the ladder match. And Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great promo probably, yeah. run that they did for that, too. Because yeah. also, at that time, the fucking WWE restaurant was open, too. So people was going back and forth uh, at that time there. If you ever got time. a chance to go there, shout out to you guys. That was a good time. Yeah. The restaurant was open in 98? Yeah. So. I think it was 2000. No, it could be wrong, but uh, Brandon Ray says WrestleMania was dope this year. The pop when they displayed the Daniel Bryan versus Kofi match, mm-hmm. Kofi match, excuse me, on the screen at MetLife was crazy. Yes. Um, Jason Michael Campbell says I've never been to a Raw or SmackDown, but I've been to a WCW Monday Nitro, couple what? different locations. Wow, that's pretty cool. How's that? What? Okay. I guess he's an older gentleman. He is. <laughs> 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 Uh, but I have been to a non-televised SmackDown Live event. Okay. Great. Where do you live? Like, I think he lives in England. He's in England? Jason Michael Campbell can confirm that in the comments. Yeah, where right. do you live? Jimmy Wang Yang, Yang. Where do you live at? Um, and Larry Morgan would like to reiterate. Yes, Nicholas being bronze tag team partner was his favorite moment. Absolutely. <laughs> really? I, I understand. I can't. You know what? Whatever. 
He um, likes going against the grind, so I get he, it. He always does. He can't never be in another calendar. No. So. Anywho, so let's do a couple of promotions before we close out this True Hill Heat. Um, plug for my boys. Um, speaking of Mr. Larry Morgan and Mr. Uh, Wilkins himself and Mr. SP3, their podcast is called Toxic Talk, where they just do things from a guy's point of view. Which can I, by, by the way, say... Um, your question about a guy taking a girl to BBQs, um... Now, to be fair, this is probably, like, the most ongoing debate question that right, we've had. Right, right, right. And it was, once again, brought up. So that's why it ended up being, again, brought up. Right. But, like I said, I'm not 16. I, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I got my own money. Like, when you were 16, living in New York... That's where you that, went. That's where you went. That's like, where you went. No bullshit. Like, every Friday or Saturday night, y'all went to AMC Movie Theater and you took your ass right across the street to, to BBQ. BBQ. Because BBQ, you yeah. couldn't go nowhere else. And you was out here trying to get somebody older to buy you one of them Texas-sized drinks. Like, that's just what you did. Now, in your late 20s, early 30s. Right. Let's just call it what it is. Bro. Not that I have a problem with BBQs. Nothing. They have great sticky wings. They have great Texas-sized uh, pina coladas. Love them all. But my thing is, like, if you're really... Hello! That was such a great surprise. Right! I mean, like, not a lost damn train of thought. Um, I'm, like she said, I'm a grown-ass woman. We're not going to do this. Now, I love me a Friday's sidebar. Not a fan of Applebee's. But I can do... I, mean, I, I can, can do red lobster. I can fuck up a chain. Like, anyway. I, I can do any chain but now. Like, but for our first date, if you're really trying to press me and trying to get with me... You gotta set the standard a little You high, cannot take me bit. to BBQs. We can go there Yo, like... Yo, where'd you go on your first date with your shorty? Right. Uh, first date was Evolve in Brooklyn. Oh, beautiful. Okay. That's nice. Solid. Yeah. Baby stuff. First, first, first date with your with woman. With my girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. My apartment. Oh. <laughs> okay, cost efficient. See you. I see. Right, young man in the back. First date. Margarita spot. Okay. See, I can dig that. See, like, take me to like. Take me to some shit I've never go, been to. I go to Blockheads with no problems. I go to any type of Mexican spot. Love me a margarita with. I mean, some tacos. Them quesadillas, burritos. To me, just BBQs isn't an effort. Like, right. To me. I feel like to that's me. like last minute. Like you didn't think this through. Like, like it just, was just like, oh, we're on Forty Second Street. Oh, we might as well just take a picture with one of those photo people. Oh, we might as well go to the movies. Oh, we might as well go to BBQs. It's like, oh. But so that's you, my first take that. in it. Like again, you could take someone that's like twelve years old. They want to go there. Me, I'm grown. Like I'm you said, grown, we, grown. we like, grown, grown. We have, mm. we trying to have hot girl summers out here. Take hate. me to a fucking evolve show. Take me to fucking WrestleMania. Take me to see a show. Yeah, take me to see a show before you take, take me, me to go see Jay Z. Yep. Take me to go see Rick Ross. Let me see. These Beyonce. are all like things it. that are possibly I see coming Chris up. Brown, like things like that. So my birthday's coming up. Just putting that out, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And Rick Ross has a concert in October. Just saying. Take me to go see Lizzo. Like do yeah, some do some different shit. Lizzo that fucking sold out Radio City Music Hall. You don't know who Lizzo is? Day. What? You don't know Lizzo? I don't listen. You're not up on Lizzo. I don't listen to current music. Damn. The fuck do you listen to? Huh? What do you listen to? I'm about to say she's hot girl. She's hot girl. Yes, hot girl. She's hot girl. She's hot girl. She's she's like Faye Jackson that can sing and play the flute. She plays the fuck out of a flute. What? You know what else she could do with a? You know if she could play the flute. Aha. Her breathing skills is a one. Hello, G one climax segue. Hello. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so my boy SP3 is doing a G1 Climax 29 countdown video on his channel. So look out for that for his top 10 matches of this year's tournament. It, it was like about 200 of them bitches. So you look, listen to I'm his dead. top 10 of those of the G1 <laughs> Climax. So um, definitely, what? I'm trying to advertise people to come on. Like, I'm trying to save Chris focus. Gutierrez says that she can play the skin flute. Ooh. Why are you so inappropriate? You're so inappropriate. Chris, I missed you this weekend, for the, first of all. Oh, you didn't see him on Sunday. He I didn't see him Sunday. Sunday. Yes, he was on, oh, you was on Sunday. Okay, I went Saturday. Sorry. Um, but I want to thank you guys for joining us for this Top Girl episode for the Hot Girl Summer for episode 44. Ooh, what thank are you going to do for 45? I know, right? Thank you for SP3 to thinking about me and doing this episode with just girls. And we could just do it by ourselves. Give us some true heat. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm a little nice. So what? Shut up, Larry. I don't care. <laughs> um, but I appreciate all the love, and I thank you guys all for watching and tuning in. Where can they find you? Um, Java Tears Podcast, at the Java Tears Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, join the Facebook group. We are at over 900 members now, so we're shooting for 1K. Bum, 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 bum. We're shooting for... <laughs> we're shooting... No, We're shooting day, for a thousand by my birthday, September eighth. So please Woo! let's make it happen. It'd be a nice little birthday gift. Uh, we have um, our all-out viewing party coming up um, August thirty-first. So if you are not going to Chicago, you can come to Legends and watch All Out. Um, I do believe we also will be showing NXT UK Takeover um, earlier that day because it is at a two o'clock start time. Mm. So if you wanted to see that as well, just yeah, come rest by. Of the day. Right, <laughs> shit. It's New Japan Royal Quest as well. As well, New Japan. Hey, that starts like... at twelve thirty. Shit. Just to let Wilkins know. If he's Have still fun. Who, who got the login? Is right. That's exactly. <laughs> like it's not Who's about. Who's watching this? It's, then? Not like, about, it's not about watching. Who got the login? Who's um, exactly? But, um, as always, you can watch us once again on our YouTube page at the Java Tears Podcast, where you can watch Toxic Talk. You can watch um, our big four episodes, which Miss Chrissy Love has been on previously. So you can catch those on demand is what I like to say. Um, and then, you know, we do have um, our um, Inside the Indies episode hopefully coming back before um, the end of this month. We'll see. Um, but other than that, um, and then also Battle Club Pro. Um, Java Tears Podcast is the official sponsor, uh, podcast sponsor. Um, September 28th at 2 o'clock in Brooklyn. Uh, where oh, it's early. Again. Yeah, because it's before New Japan, because New Japan oh, is in New York City the same that. evening. Um, That's whack. So, People got jobs out here, you know. <laughs> shouldn't. People got lives out here, girl. That shit is always. Come but, on, um, Other than that, um... I think that's about it. Once again, thank you, True Hills, for inviting me back. I really appreciate it. Um, I think it's always best to support those that support you. So once again, I, we can't do half the things we do without you guys. So thank you. Thank you so much mm -hmm. um, for all the love and support and, and the consistency because that's important too. Um, and, and once again, shout outs to 20 by 20 Podcast for blessing me with this NWO, NWA shirt. Um, and I will be putting the link up where you can buy the shirt. Yes, I'm just, I need that. I'm just sporting it so <laughs> everyone can see it. I, I purposely was like, I'm going to wear this shirt on Saturday when I record True Hill Heat because either that or I was going to wear my True Hill shirt. But I was like, <laughs> next time, next time. <laughs> But uh, but thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, anytime. We love the Jabatier peeps. Um, we love being a part of this wrestling community. If we're not uplifting each other, then who well who else will? Facts. Let's just call it what it oh, is. Um, definitely. Thanks all you guys. The spotlight for again for what you do for us. Um, SP3, where they can find you, at, sir? True Hill underscore 
Epic SP3 of course. on, on uh, Instagram. They can follow True Hill Heat on Facebook. Toxic Talk, all of this on stuff. The page, Toxic Talk. We're working on a sports podcast as well. As wow. Chris is in the background uh, working on our producing team right now. Woo! Yes. So we can talk about what type of sports? Oh, football well, season. We're, we're, focusing, we're focusing on basketball because Larry Larry called dibs on football talk on Toxic Talk. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he sucks at it. Uh, yeah, like, what the fuck, Larry Morgan? But um, oh, well, just, I just hope to see some women come on the show. That's all. Because we can talk our shit, too. Soon enough. Soon okay, enough. Great. Thank it's you. It's coming. It's coming. Baby stuff. What's up? Where you at, sir? Last um, words? I don't want anyone to find me. Okay, great. Thank yo, you. And that's um, why, yo, and that's why I'm so <laughs> glad the Job and Series podcast is how I plug it. Because my private, my page is super duper private. Like, I have to accept you. <laughs> so I never put on my, my personal Instagram. Well, just to let you know, the Job and Series Facebook page uh, posted up your Instagram in the comments. Oh, so. fucking ass. They did shit, yo. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I tell them not to do that shit. You not know to say I get a whole listen. bunch of weirdos, but I get a whole bunch of You know they don't listen. Anywho. <laughs> like, come on. You can find me. I am the cessation of Miss Chrissy Love. You can find me on Twitter and IG and Facebook underscore Miss Chrissy Love. Thank you. I appreciate you all uh, for always having my back and being a part of this wrestling community. Love you all. Give me those shout outs. Hit me up. Uh, DM me. Doesn't matter. Do not DM her. Tell them. Oh. Okay, like, I figured they just find out when they see you and JJ no, here. No, no, you gotta tell them. No, you have to, no. <laughs> Take it from me. JJ. Shout out to JJ. I don't know where he's at. He's like, where's Waldo? We can't find you. He you don't respond. He was in the comments. He, he was? Comments. He said in hi, ladies, in the comments. Oh, he oh, did? Hi, JJ. Hi, JJ. I Love miss you. I see you soon, I hope. Um, but I will not be here next week. Um, I will Ooh. be off. Wow. No, trust me. When I when I was off one episode, boy, I tell you, the next week everybody was like, "Where was you at?" Like, the person that the person that was there was the whack, blah blah blah. I was like, see, so okay. yo, when well, I tell I you people here. used to seeing your face, you gotta let the masses know. Like, listen, I won't. My be kind here. boss has let me off for the next two weeks straight, so I won't be here. I'll see you in September. Um, so yeah, I won't be here. I don't know who he has as a fill in. I, maybe it's just gonna be him and. JJ and Baby Seth, maybe it's just be the, the just the guys because since we had a girl takeover, who knows? But tune in next week. We'll see you either Friday or Saturday. Whoever schedules it, SP3 will let you guys know. But shout out to all you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace. Bye guys.